0: Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblin' Podcast, presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one-third of your host, Jeremy. I don't have no AKAs because we, ooh, I, good luck, everybody, for this fucking episode. And I'm joined by my friends and my co-hosts.
1: Hello, everybody. It's Candace, and you know where to find me on all social media at this point. As usual, we're joined by the lovely Beyonce, who's going to come in so we can get to the bullshit today.
2: Getting to the bullshit is what I am about on today because as I told my co-hosts in the group chat, my show is delivered. I don't know about (laughs) their shows, but my show is delivered, honey, okay? (laughs) And so it is I, Curtis, the Beyonce of Ratchet Ramblings, AKA Trillificent on all of the social meds. And I'm going to throw it right on back to Jeremy because I'm ready to get started and we are starting with Married to Medicine.
0: Yes, we are. Marital Medicine season seven, episode three, was resuscitated friendships. Now they I'm gonna needed honest, to
2: resuscitate this dry ass episode, but let go me ahead, tell you something. No, it's it's fine. Let me tell
0: you something for my friends and my listeners, because I decided to do this while we were pregaming. Normally I give a try to give a very concise rundown of the episode, you know, but because professionalism, but let me tell you something. This shit was so dry, I'm just going to run through my notes and get through this shit real quick. So first and foremost, um, Quad, beloved, I have words for you. I, I believe my friends and co-hosts have words for you. Beloved, you cannot hold this, 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 I don't know. I was finna to say gamut, but I don't know. Quad don't look like she know what a gamut is. So I'm just going to say you cannot hold this wig over Simone's head about this, how offended you were at this crowd ball for a year ago when they literally in this episode ran the bean footage back up. yes simone was out of pocket but she literally like literally apologized to you the same fucking day like literally a little bit after she got out of line so for you to hold this grudge or hold whatever the fuck you're trying to hold over simone's head Oh, for some shit that happened a year ago. Um, quad, you got to eat some shit, beloved, and get the fuck out of my face, because nobody cares. And I could not be mad at Simone, like, okay, girl, not only did you have me wait an hour late being late as fuck and not respecting my time, but you also brought me out here for some shit that I literally have apologized to you for and tried to move forward. So, girl, fuck you. And yep.
1: uh, not only fuck you, at the time when Simone went off on you at that crab boil, first things first, you were not being... Uh, a good friend to the ladies. You were either agreeing to come to things and absolutely not showing up, not taking phone calls, not returning phone calls or text messages. But Simone's delivery was just a little fucking too much. And she could have done far better than she did. However, the point still stood, you were absent from the group. And while you did not owe the ladies all of your business, you could have said something. So for you to be holding on to a grudge for over a year and lacking self-awareness as to why Simone and the ladies had an issue with you, it is beyond me. But sweetheart, get over it. Get your head out your ass, Quad. Yes,
3: absolutely. You are not the
1: first or the last woman to go through a divorce. You are not the first or the last woman, sadly, to be cheated on by a nigga that is only five foot three inches.
2: (laughs) Mm-hmm. With three inches of hardy,
3: Curtis,
1: <laughs> get over it. You've been called to fucking meeting an hour late, and this is one of the issues Simone had with you initially. You only proved her point, sweetheart. Literally
0: proved her point, and I agree with Curtis. I wouldn't assessment. have given oh, you.
1: I wouldn't have given you twenty minutes, bitch. Like Curtis said, you. Mm. I wouldn't have given you anything. You would have gotten nothing from me. I wouldn't have stayed there and waited. That's my first thing. I, th- an, hour? <laughs> Listen, you Boy, an hour? You literally... You have a 10-minute <laughs> grace period when we're supposed to be meeting up. If you don't show up, I will get me something to eat to go and actually go on your ass. hmm
0: yeah. And I agree with what Curtis said last week, like Quad missed a golden opportunity to address something that is actual and factual, and that Quad's, I mean, not Quad, Simone's delivery with not only Quad, but everybody is fucking trash. You missed a golden opportunity to try to work on that with your with your friend or what you call your friend. Instead, you chose to bring up some shit that she already apologized for.
2: Girl, you, yeah. Quad. And the other thing, and I think I said it a little bit last week and it bears repeating just really quickly. It seems like to be fair, your feelings were truly hurt by how Simone treated you. And I'm not gonna hold you on that because at the time we dragged the everlasting fuck out of Simone, because she was trash for how she was treating you at the crab boil. However, rather than concentrate on the specific event, why not just be vulnerable and say a lot of your behavior has hurt my feelings and this is where I am with it because you look crazy and you sound petty and it's hard to take you serious when you harboring on one specific event, especially when you got an apology at said event. Mm-hmm. And not only did you get it? said apology
0: but as dr jackie brought up later in the episode you it is you cannot expect simone to just keep saying i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry every fucking time quad girl that is unrealistic that is unrealistic as fuck
1: i'm just not about to do it bitch if i apologize sincerely once that's that's it that's right that's it that's the other thing like i can see
0: I could see if Simone said, well, you know, it one of them, you know, fake apologies. Like, I'm sorry, but not really. I just want you to shut up about it. I could see that. But Simone literally genuinely apologized to you and you still mad. I don't know what the fuck else you want. So
1: The attention that Greg wasn't giving her?
0: You, mm. Expert analysis, friend. Expert analysis. Leave
1: us the fuck alone. And that's
0: yeah. all <laughs> that's all I have for you, Coral. Just leave us the fuck alone.
1: <laughs> With that bullshit.
0: With that bullshit. Yeah. Now I will say that food that you made when Dr. Jackie came over to your house, that shit was lit, and I would I would like to I would like to eat it. I ain't gonna hold you, but otherwise leave us the fuck. Her... Alone. Never mind.
2: Mm, I wanna say Hi, I aspire. To be as clueless in the kitchen as Dr. Jackie, because I just got it like that. (laughs) When I tell you that woman don't know nothing (laughs) about what's going on in the kitchen, she's like,
1: But don't this take us, this takes us back to some of the issues Curtis said he had with Jackie is that she's thrown her whole self so deeply into her career, she kind of never developed in any other areas. And I'm not saying you need to cook to keep a man. That's not what I'm saying. But for her to always be preaching about healthy lifestyles, this and healthy lifestyles, that, you don't cook. A huge part of healthy lifestyles is cooking.
0: Not only for, because we and all for yourself. Know, you yes, for, for yourself.
1: And I ain't even talking about her ugly ass husband. Right. I'm just talking about for herself in general, as somebody who's always, because if y'all remember the first couple seasons of Married to Medicine, she was constantly on people about their weight. She was on Toya. She was on Simone. She was on Eugene. You know what I'm saying? She was always on somebody about their health and fitness and lifestyle. And you don't know how to cook.
3: Mm. (laughs) Damn.
1: If your husband doesn't cook, or you don't eat out, you don't eat.
0: Or mm. your friends don't cook for you, you don't eat. Damn, Jackie. Mm. You hate to see it. Mm.
1: She really don't have a personality outside of her her bedside manner. I have to be honest about that. Like, I don't dislike Dr. Jackie. I admire her ambition in her career. Um, she To me, she's she's a beautiful black woman. But other than that, we don't really know anything about Dr. Jackie. We know some of her her health issues and struggles, but we don't really know Dr. Jackie. If you ever sit back and look at it, we don't know her. For real. Mm.
0: That's a fair, salient point.
1: So mm, That is true. Yeah.
0: Moving on, speaking to some bozos we unfortunately do know. Uh, Toya go to visit Mariah, and the only thing of note that I have on this is that Toya, and I, I hate when y'all make me have to agree with people that I can't stand, because I can't stand Toya, but she had an excellent point to Mariah that all of the ladies have said and done things, herself included, that they ain't proud of or said or done being shady or repeated something they probably shouldn't have. So this performance that Mariah is doing over Dr. Jackie, girl, shut the fuck up. And I appreciate toy toy totally saying that to her face. And that's literally my only note about that. Um, let's see. Uh, so... Dr. Heavenly and by extension, Damon about and their daughter growing up. Very weird. Very, very weird. Um I and maybe it's because I'm not a parent, but I just don't understand why they are so weird about her daughter doing something that literally everybody does, and that's grow up.
1: For me, it's not it is weird, but the other part is that trying to put all these restraints and rules in place is not going to stop your daughter from being sexually active when she's ready to be sexually active it's not going to stop her from entertaining boys when she's ready to entertain boys so is y'all both being two doctors need to start taking a realistic approach in how you are rearing your daughter because you are setting her up for a complete failure by saying shit like you can't date till you 18. You can't do this till you 30. You can't do that. That's not going to stop her.
0: Right. She's going to
1: sneak and creep and do it. And then she's going to come home to y'all's asses pregnant because y'all were refusing to allow her to develop as a, young woman who also has sexuality
0: mm-hmm. but and not only that i agree with you but not only that like she's just like i just want to go to the movies with a boy i like if i if i want to do that like what the fuck are, what is, what's is wrong with y'all y'all being so extra and weird about this shit just very archaic like this ain't this ain't the 1800s what are y'all doing and also her daughter be the fuck over there <laughs> like, <laughs> She, her daughter be like okay so y'all are, y'all are up here I'm down here and I'm going to go down here to the other room and thank you so much I'm, I'm good love enjoy and also mm-hmm. she, her that daughter is uh, very pretty she's gonna, she gonna be alright she's gonna be somebody hopefully let's hope cause your daddy is well connected and real respect your mama
1: speaking is of, mm. speaking of and in terms of bozo i feel like dr heavenly's level of bozo is full circle because she went over to contessa's house and gave contessa the most pick me (laughs) advice i've ever heard on these shows and i i too believe contessa is a bozo because she opened it up and she said that Why can't I have input on how my children are raised? And I want to make a point to you, Contessa. You can't have input in any situation that you've chosen to be willingly absent from. That includes the manner in which the household and kids are being handled. You decided that your professional wants and desires outweighed the greater good of your children and your household in that moment, not to say in the long run, you won't be totally and completely successful at this new career venture, but you decided to step out of your household, go all the way to Memphis to pursue a different degree and leave your husband to take care of the home, the bills and the children. You don't have a say so in this moment. You are not there. I'm sorry. It's just the reality of things. Our actions have consequences. It doesn't matter how good our intentions are behind our actions. Our actions still come with consequences. You're too old to not know that. Too fucking old not to know that.
0: And just to punctuate that point in the preview for the next episode, her own daughter, I think it was the daughter, was saying, like, what, what did she say in the preview? Like, I don't even know who you are anymore. Or, like, you, I feel alone or some, some shit like that. So just to punctuate the point of you, the consequences of your actions is your own children feeling like, well, damn, I don't even know mama no more. Fuck. And then getting advice from heavenly about I just you
1: know. heavenly talking about uh, God, your how your husband, your household, and everything else. I can't stand when y'all put God in shit. I really can't forgive my profanity along with the term God, but fuck that. I you know y'all don't really know the Bible like y'all think y'all know the Bible, and so many men have used the Bible to. Um harm women mm. stop progression for women mm. oppress women mm. I don't have a problem with Contessa wanting better for herself professionally because when you are stagnant professionally it it bleeds over into your into your personal life. Yeah.
0: The problem is, with Contessa is just how she's gone about it and taking that out on Scott when he's doing the best he can. That's the only absolutely, real Absolutely, that's issue. my
1: problem. Don't take no advice from Dr. Heavenly because she walking around here. She called her. She called her husband Daddy more than her, her child call her Dad. Dad. Okay. <laughs>
2: and she got Daddy issues. Remember,
1: yeah, she has <laughs> she went a ton home to of Daddy Miami. issues. She couldn't even go in the room where her goddamn daddy passed away. She is not somebody that you need to be taking advice from. You just really need to check your privilege and check yourself. Because you have a privilege that a lot of women do not have. Mm -hmm. There's not, there are not very many women, and I'm talking single, married, dating, engaged, or otherwise who could have a man step up to the plate the way Scott has. And I'm not applauding what Scott is doing because. That is what he signed up for. But a lot of women would have been met with so much pushback that they would have had to put their dreams on hold. It, mm-hmm. when, If it came to their male partner stepping up and taking over as the sole provider, the sole, the sole parent in the household, and the only person keeping the household in order.
0: Yeah. And like we've been saying, it would be one thing if Dr. Scott has not, Ever supported what Contessa does, but he literally has since since the inception on this show, they have been the most equally yoked couple on the show. So to go from equally yoked to Scott is taking over basically mommy and daddy roles, and Contessa just being a bitch for lack of a better word, like it just leaves a sour taste in the mouth. And the fact that you and the fact that you letting heavenly of all fucking people give you advice, girl, I. But, I mean, hopefully you get it together, because in the next episode, your children are going to drag you for filth. So, get it together, Contessa. And, Heavenly, leave people to fuck alone. Nobody needs advice from you, Heavenly.
1: You don't... Yeah, they don't need advice. Period. Speaking of Heavenly and Simone... First off, Curtis said this in the pregame, and I absolutely agree. If I don't fuck with somebody, don't be planning no ambush dinner and drink type situations. If I don't fuck with you, I don't fuck with you. When I'm ready to hash things out with you and get beyond it, I will do just that. But no, that shit they planned was corny and childish. And that's my problem. These, these women are 40 plus and they are very corny and childish.
0: Yes. If um,
1: Simone, if Simone and Heavenly ain't rocking, leave it where it's at your it shouldn't yeah that shit weird I'll I'll, I'll I'll talk to so-and-so and hash it out if you talk to so-and-so y'all is 50.
0: not only that but y'all talked and literally nothing got solved because neither of you agree, neither simone nor heavenly agreed about the um thing with cecil about the who did what and so what the fuck was the purpose of it and honestly and we talked about this in the pregame, and honestly, I'm indifferent to the whole Cecil thing, maybe because I would also do some shit like that, and who's going to beat my ass? But my point that I have to come back to agree with my friends on this is that all of you motherfuckers are too goddamn old for this shit. Child, like uh, The missingness just the jumped thing. out,
2: Jeremy.
1: The, I mean, Simone, Simone, <laughs> Simone, my <laughs> thing is, I have an issue, and I have an issue with women do, who do this in general, holding their friends to a higher standard than their own men. That's That's my issue with Simone. That's fair. If you got an issue with Heavenly taking digs and shit like that at your husband and we can't be friends if you can't respect my husband, then you need to have that same energy for your husband because whether he added Heavenly or not, y'all are very visible couples. So everything that y'all say and do on social media will be scrutinized. So him taking that dig at Heavenly though he was adding his wife was messy. And he got what his hand called for. Like I said, one hand wash the other in this situation, and that's just what it is. If you want Heavenly to respect your husband, your husband need to respect Heavenly and not be joking, taking women's gossip and running with it and, and talking shit on Twitter. Period. Especially when you ain't had no job when you was doing it.
0: Now so, that I can't, I can't sympathize with cease on that because I might, I might be missing. But bitch, I got a job, so. So and
1: speaking I can't of ride with him on that. Being also a bozo, Simone, it doesn't ring, ring weird that she is constantly complaining and crying about having her kids and husband under the same roof with her.
0: And they drag her every fucking time. Cause Let me tell you something. They're, now, her children aren't, they children aren't the best looking, but that one, that light-skinned one that dragged her, and again, like I said, Quad missed an excellent opportunity to expound on this, but that one that always consistently drags her like, Mama, your delivery, like we could be talking about the sky is blue. And you'd be like, Well, why is the sky blue? Like, that was accurate as fuck because Simone always fucking does that. Like, how you complain about CeCe? I am oh,
1: confused about her being a doctor with that type of attitude. Like, mm. how? How? Typically, good doctors are great communicators. She got horrible horrible well, communication techniques. Not... And I don't have no problem with her wanting a clean house. Your kids are too fucking old to not be self-sufficient enough to clean up behind themselves. But that's an issue between you and your husband cuz y'all have allowed that.
0: Yeah, and I don't and he agreed with it too. So like again, what the fuck is the problem? And he was Yeah, why are, so, why are you
1: so why you so aggressive when your own husband backed you up like we need to do a better job of you know keeping the house in order but she mm-hmm. act like she just don't want them there period and that's strange to me
0: very strange and she's been consistent on that like how you how you i want to i want to do they still do that therapy that only cecil was really doing because i have questions like how now granted I understand you being a, a myth that Cecil don't have a job. I get it, but everything else, like, I don't. Mm, I mean, Cecil might be messy, but it seemed like it, it, for the most part, he got a good handle on marriage, and I can't say that for Simone. I
1: mean, I feel, like they, I feel like they. I feel like they've had their own issues in the in the past or whatever. Um, but again, I, Simone is just one of those people that overreacts to every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like no with matter her how big tone or how small, nature, it makes it she, worse. Yeah, she get aggressive and weird and start barking with that goddamn cane corso jawline she mm-hmm. got and shit. Like, don't looking like
0: a chain chomp from Mario.
1: Looking like a Doberman Pinscher. Like, girl, mm-hmm. just we don't give not a the fuck. Doberman. And, and speaking of not giving a fuck, I didn't give a fuck about the rest of the show.
0: Oh, that's it. I wasn't gonna cover nothing else. We can move on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, (laughs) No me, friend We ain't seen it today
1: (laughs) Listen uh, Black Ink New York Didn't give very much um, But we just gonna drag the fuck out of Teddy But before we do that uh, I like Mike as an addition to this show And I really, 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 really Hope he does not change For the worst because he seems pretty Grounded Yes, Um, He don't get in the fray of they bullshit All like that Mm-hmm. But he sat down and had a talk with a woman who says that he could potentially be the father of her five-year-old son. She And as Curtis said, she needed a goddamn face slapped. <laughs> and he he let her know exactly how he was feeling about the situation without getting disrespectful. Yep. That's that's what rung like really true to me. He did not mm-hmm. disrespect her. He did not belittle her but he corrected the fuck out of her because you telling me that a one night stand five years ago, let you know that he wasn't ready to be a dad, but you was ready to be a mom Mm. because Mm. it took two to, it took two to tangle Mm. and have unprotected sex.
0: Strong words friend.
1: So to tell him, I didn't think you was ready. You had no right. And he let Mm -mm. you know you had no right. And one thing I can say is, Mike enjoyed my pregnancy for his own reasons. You know, he enjoyed the ultrasound, knowing she was healthy, hearing a heartbeat, feeling the kicks and all that kind of stuff. You took that away from somebody.
0: Yeah. Especially when he wants that because he and not only that, he also wanted to be a dad because he with his own trauma, like his dad wasn't there. And you took that from him. Yeah.
2: I just want to take this opportunity to throw it back because we did not do this last week when we should have. But uh Donna, it's a you fuck, fuck you to you goddamn bozo <laughs> with you, that biphobia that you displayed last week. What well, it was Donna who was a young bae too. No, it was just Donna. It was mostly was it, Donna. It was you know, who, 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 it was Donna? definitely
1: Donna who made the comment. I didn't even know you could have kids. Bitch, what Girl, are, what? what the you fuck stupid are you doing? I didn't you, mm. being bi, being gay. They dick still working and shoot come, bitch. What is wrong with you? They nuts fill up just like straight men's nuts fill up and shoot come. What are you saying, stupid hoe?
0: And this is just to punctuate because I see this on um, social media. We just saw this,
1: and we just saw this on Potomac.
0: Yeah, and we just saw it on Potomac. Like a lot of, for as much carrying on as and fake progression as a lot of straight women do when it comes to the topic of bisexuality and men, a lot of y'all biphobia and homophobia
2: jump out. Yeah. Imagine, and imagine a Jezebel like Donna trying to tell you. That <laughs> Come you on, can. Jezebel, <laughs> <laughs> <Those> fucking kids, <laughs> <laughs> bitch with that traveling pussy. Shut the fuck up, Donna. That traveling pussy, that
0: traveling too, bitch. I pussy. know you fucking lying.
2: <laughs> Displaced ass pussy. Because mm-hmm. at one point your your ass was homeless. Worry about yourself. Mm. Look I at the material you have, kids. Girl, shut the fuck up. Shut the mm. fuck up. Just because you bitch. don't do nothing but swallow, kids, that don't mean shit, girl. Shut the hell up.
1: <laughs> it just, I imagine...
2: <sighs> mm. Come on with it, friend. Come on.
1: No, I'm just sick of y'all being ignorant. That's mm. what it is. I'm really sick of y'all being ignorant. Like, yes. super tired of y'all being ignorant. Mm-hmm. To the point where y'all are so biphobic, homophobic, transphobic and everything in between as it relates to the community that you would think that a bi man can't make babies. Now we know that you know how sex works because you lost recently, you lost an ovary uh, to an ectopic pregnancy. So we know that you know how the process works because you've been fucking Mm. unprotected with a man who already Mm. has a child. You know how sex works. You know how reproduction works. But your bigotry outweighs your common sense. So you would say, I didn't know you could have babies because you sleep with men and women. Bitch. Mm. You know what we didn't know that you could do? Get any dumber than you were because we knew you was dumb when you went and got that new ass and got fat again before Mm. you got that side tooth replaced.
3: Still but you've bail. reached
1: a new low for me. Yes. And I'm very sad because you are from Cleveland. Mm. But then again, I'm not surprised. I know what's I know what's lurking in the trash bins of my own city. <laughs> Come Women on, like lurking you. in the
0: trash bin.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Women like you.
2: The
0: and the men the to match.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Curtis.
2: <laughs> ah, 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 my bad.
1: <laughs> ah look Look at the the, the missing tooth look what presented itself to us you are lower than low bitch you are scum Mm -hmm. you are super trash Trash. the fact that your own the fact that a cis hetero black male seems to be more progressive in terms of the community than you a bisexual woman. That's the other part. You are oh, yeah, bisexual.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot she claimed by You
1: are bisexual. Girl,
0: how you let Cs remember be more progressive you, than remember you? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: snuck, remember you snuck in a Duchess pussy?
0: I re- yeah. Like, girl, how you let Cs be more progressive than you? Donna, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> no, how are you in the community and are that ignorant? And this is why we said this again. All skin folk and chicken folk. Just because you share commonalities don't mean that y'all have the same level of understanding. Mm -hmm. You are a bisexual woman.
0: Who is bifocal. Who got
1: fucked in a bathroom stall.
0: While holding a blunt.
1: While holding a blunt. You should be shutting the fuck up. (laughs) While you had a whole man. Mm. You are the last person to be that, to be bigoted. Mm. Because so much about you is judgeable, yet people still let you make it.
0: Look at the material,
2: they let you rock.
0: Fuck mm. You mm.
1: fat bitch,
3: mm. okay, let you rock. You... And I called
1: you a fat bitch, even if I am fat. But bitch, let me tell you one thing I ain't gonna go see Dr. Curves and get fat again. No, that bitch, I'll smoke crack before I get fat again after I have some plastic <laughs> surgery.
2: Damn, <laughs> not only Dr. You... Curves to Dr.
0: Round, that's sad. Mm. Mm, and not only that, friend, you have all your teeth because I when doctor, I'm
1: ne- doctor waste the money
0: doctor. <laughs> potential show <show-sider>. title.
1: <laughs> stupid bitch speaking of stupid bitches Theodore <laughs> <laughs> theodore Theodore rucks mm. teddy Teddy rucks, as you like to call yourself on Twitter, Yuck. you are. The biggest, and I mean that both literally and figuratively, waste of space on this motherfucking show. You don't do anything right. You have never done anything right. When you were put in charge of the shop, you got upset and walked off on the shop when Young Bay and that other Mexican tattoo artist that ended up quitting got into it. You ran off. Caesar had to come find you. Like, what the fuck, bro? How you the manager? How you asked to be put in charge and now you can't handle the heat? And yet you sit up here in your myrtle with them little bitty ass I don't do leg day calves.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: And pull sees to the side in his brand new Brooklyn shop to try and shit on Puma.
0: Question what Puma you is doing. I know have you fucking around.
1: A lot of fucking audacity because that shop, the 113th shop, has had the most success it has ever seen since it came into inception, even before it became a reality TV show. Your tattoo the tattoo artists in Black Ink 13th are booked months in advance. Bitch, what have you done?
0: But fuck on bitches in the shop.
1: What success have you found?
0: Other Over than shape well, which don't even work.
1: How many sneakers did you sell? Huh? Huh? You did my baby suit with the eyelids, huh? <laughs> how many successful businesses have you run since you have been on black ink? The only thing you have done is found consistent, low self-esteem pussy and new employees and a good girdle. And it ain't that good. Cause you still look for your neck fat.
0: Okay. I've seen, he's still shaped like flubber.
1: So get a fucking life. And what's crazy was, I was pleasantly surprised that C's clocked Teddy's bullshit.
0: Dang, I agree. Because I was f- fully expecting C's to go full C's.
1: Me too. But he clocked it. Like, Teddy, why you jealous of Puma? We all trying to get money. We all trying to eat. We all trying to get to the bag. Sweetheart, uh, go go get a colostomy and leave us alone.
2: <laughs> and all of this outside of the shop in Brooklyn that y'all... Have because of Puma's ambition.
0: Right. You've been in the, the fact shop that-
2: for how long? You ain't helped C's open up a new shop, not anywhere else in New York.
0: Like the fact that this is, cause ain't this, like, didn't see you say, like, this is where he started. Like the fact that he hasn't opened up a shop there until now. And the fact that you, Teddy, as VP of whatever the fuck you supposed to be, VP of, have not told C's beforehand, like, hey, maybe we need to go back to where our roots are. Like, the fact that it took Puma to do this and you have the gall, the shapewear, and the motherfucking uh, Sharpie headline audacity to question what he's doing, he's moving too fast. Teddy, I know you fucking lying to me. Yeah. I know you fucking lying to me, Teddy. Um, keep up mess in the shop because I can't stop fucking on bitches, Ruxpin. I know you fucking lying. And speaking to Candace's point about self-esteem having bitches, London, beloved, Oh, London, I'm going to just say this and then I'm going to let the rest of my friends drag you. The fact that you got all this smoke for Puma, that, that he abandoned you and he didn't stand up for you, but yet you are fucking a nigga who also gave you the green light to do what you did in Memphis with that party, but also abandoned you, but yet you still fucking him? I have questions. No, I don't have questions. I have the answer because you a stupid bitch. Continue, friend.
1: I don't have much more. Um, We, have, we got a good <laughs> chuckle at how terribly Teddy was dressed for that goddamn date.
2: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that fit was trash. Start calling that Listen. nigga what? Teddy Winslow came out looking listen. trash the whole audience <laughs> <was> like, <"Woo!"> <laughs> <laughs> the
3: whole time you looking trash <laughs>
2: Ooh, Ooh. it's what you deserve <laughs> Listen listen you walked in the, <laughs> everybody was like you're <laughs> you looking
0: trash
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shout out to Jesus and (laughs) Meryl. The Brook, the Teddy Way. Listen, <laughs> I hate y'all, but I love y'all. And also, <laughs> speaking of dumb bitches and walking out, shout out to the woman that Walt was dating. I don't know if they still together, but he got the set tripping and she got the fuck right on up out of Dodge about <laughs> listen, that baby situation.
0: Listen, listen, I, have listen to, I have to give her, her Jessica. That's her name. She was not playing with Walt's
2: ass. And I don't blame her. Because Walt, you got it. What <laughs> That nigga said, you made the decision for us, but the whole reason you mad is because you, in fact, had already made the decision, and you're upset because she's not on board with it. You clocked her uterus for her, mm. and now she had to let set the record straight, let it be known what it is. And again, like we said last week, there's nothing wrong with you wanting more kids, but the fact that you had this assumption that just because you were with her that she was going to want kids too, and now your feelings hurt and you don't know how to process that shit, suffer. suffer. And also, she was like, I'm good like- with this. I'm not about to waste my time.
1: I would like us to note that Curtis has been quiet in his first half because half, this motherfucker is juicing up to go nuts. <laughs> after the break mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. <laughs> you like mm-hmm. it's like when you waiting for your phone to charge enough so you. Can
0: leave house. <laughs> he waiting for his nigga powers to charge up
1: yeah that's unfair because
2: we all have smoke for this oh we got super that's true smoke.
1: that's true we got that's super true. smoke but i was like damn and married the medicine, he was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck about none of this. Let me keep my eye on the prize here. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I
2: mean, it was dry. I I said that I know
1: you're going to come in and drag Teddy fat ass. It ain't nothing. We ain't going to never listen We
2: just on the alley. Speaking of Teddy, is is it just me or does his beard look fake? It does
1: Mm. look fake. Yeah, he
2: definitely look like one of them,
0: uh, my beard is my personality Twitter. That Photoshopped Mm -hmm. ass beard. That definitely Teddy.
2: That definitely look like some shit that he lay on his face with some glue. Mm Mm-hmm but whatever, whatever. I just the, the gall of Teddy,
0: the gall of you nigga. you literally don't do nothing. And, and the fact that you the fact that Teddy tried to blame Puma for the shit with London when we literally Teddy and they ran the receipts on the show. Teddy, all you do every fucking season it's a new woman in the shop that you either fucking on or trying to fuck on or both that causes drama and friction in the shop. You complaining about how Puma handling the shop, the reason you literally is the reason for 90% of the drama that's in the shop and you don't do shit.
2: So the interesting thing that I just thought of is I wonder if they brought London in this season because there was no woman in the shop for Teddy to fuck on. Cause remember he was trying to move on to Crystal and Crystal wasn't about that shit.
0: Yeah. You know, that's At a good all. point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, that's a good point.
2: I mean, I wouldn't put it past him.
0: Because that's literally Teddy's Teddy's storyline every season. Like he yeah. has to have somebody else to try to fuck on in the shop that creates friction. And then not only does it create friction, and uh you have pointed this out multiple times, Curtis. Teddy is always the cause of the drama, but don't nobody say shit to Teddy about it.
2: Nope. And then the, the thing about it is it's, it's such a weird, weirdly crafted thing because every time he, he fucks on a new woman in the shop, she already had some kind of beef with a previous woman he fucked in the shop or they have beef after they find out about each other. Mm-hmm. Because remember, he was fucking Jada. Then he started wanting to fuck on Tati and then they had beef. Yeah. Then he started trying to fuck on Crystal, and then he and then Crystal and Tati had beef. Now we with London, and now Tati got beef with London. Mm-hmm. And that's not even including previous when Sky having beef with people. It like that's your whole storyline, bro. That is fucking sad. And you got down answering the question: What the fuck Puma doing? Puma, he doing is, what you don't Puma,
0: do? handling business
2: handling business. And my thing is imagine questioning the nigga that is expanding the brand, which means that's going to be putting more money in your pocket. Mm. Money that you already don't deserve because you don't do shit.
3: Mm.
2: You don't tattoo. You don't run the shop. You don't manage shit. You don't order supplies. You do nothing, but take up space. At least at one point we've seen everybody do what it is that they say they do, whether it's in the shop or not in the shop. Except for you. Mm. You went on eBay, you bought them fucking shoes and threw a party for yourself, and we ain't heard shit about the shit since. Mm. Then you got on here last season lying in our faces about that bullshit with story with your brother. Mm.
0: Y'all, the police just rolled up on that cause they was reading books. You
2: stupid motherfucker teddy. And shout out to my brilliant friend Candace, cause Best Stop Brooklyn was one of the funniest things that has ever yes. happened on this show absolutely yes now you're up here playing in our face with london sorry's link lanky ass fuck off, mm. y'all fuck y'all playing in our
0: goddamn face
3: mm-hmm.
0: sorry bitches y'all deserve each other to be honest
2: get out That's of my face the-
0: because also london why the fuck would you you say you done with the shot but you up here fucking around with teddy who, again, also threw you under the bus and didn't defend you. Like, girl, what? Mm. Oh, fuck y'all, y'all bozos.
1: Mm. Yeah. And shit, with that, we have going to go to the break and get to the main events.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the undercard. <laughs> the good <laughs> shit coming next. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With 5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to Patreon.com slash FlawlessNoises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. All right, y'all, back from break. It's time to get into the shit. So let's jet on over to Potomac. We are in the season four reunion part two. Um, the husbands are getting ready to arrive. Um, they're not coming out onto the stage until the next episode. So the the meatiest part of the whole Michael Darby. Uh, mess for lack of a better term will be the next episode. Cause we get to hear from him directly, but we still had a lot of shit go on on this episode. So first and foremost, I want to give Mrs. Karen Huger her roses. Because Did not come to play. The way that she has kept her foot, her heel on the point of Giselle's neck, this entire reunion <laughs> Has been a sight to see and I personally am enjoying it especially when you couple it with the fact that Giselle has literally nothing for her she cannot take
0: Mm, I love to see it I love to see it because she's getting not only is Giselle getting the energy that she has given Karen she's getting that plus more and she can't take it she cannot Handle when the mess, the shoe of mess is on the other foot. Mm-hmm. And I love to see it because suffrage is what you deserve.
2: Listen, just talk about getting your goddamn whole card pulled. Whew. Mm. I love it. I so love it. I thrive off the negativity. Before we get into the rest of the stuff that went on on the episode, I wanted to talk real quick because I don't know if we've ever had a conversation about how we never really got any indications any scenes, any conversations of the men really talking to Michael about these accusations, about the importance and the seriousness of the accusations of sexual assault in general. Like we didn't really get a lot from the men. And the reason why I'm this up, I know that the men are not the main cast members, but when it comes to something like sexual assault, especially towards a man, I feel like this was such a missed opportunity this season to see cishet men talk through something that directly affects them. Mm -hmm. Like as much as the women had to say about it in this particular instance, it wasn't women that were being assaulted. It was men. So I personally thought it would have been really powerful to be able to see the men get together. And even if they just talked amongst themselves, have a conversation about this
1: especially because we're in a times where sexual assault against men either straight or in the community it gets swept under the rug mm-hmm. and it gets uh reduced to well why you let him sexually assault you then you should have beat, beat his ass fuck
2: up yeah
1: you should have put your hands on them so this would have been an amazing time especially when Michael has a history of being inappropriate with men
2: Yep. With some the of
1: show. them.
2: Yes. Yep. He's been a, inappropriate towards uh, Ray, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and I've long clocked the lovey-dovey eyes he's had towards Juan.
3: Mm-hmm. Which shit, I will say th-
2: I will give you one pedal, Michael Darby. You are a piece of shit and you deserve all the bad things that happen to you, but at least you got good taste, bitch, because <laughs> I, too, will suck the skin off Juan's dick. But it ain't about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you would do it with consent, friends something that Michael don't understand.
2: Well, please just tell the people the facts, okay? Because, mm. anyway, mm-hmm. we'll get more into the men later. I just wanted to highlight that. I feel like it really was a missed opportunity to be able to hear His head men discuss this when it's so close to home. But anyway, we get into Monique and Candace going back and forth. And we see again that first of all, Candace does not know how to accept responsibility for shit. And at this point, it's getting real old and very, very tacky.
3: Mm -hmm. We rehash all of
2: the Amistad shit. And Candace was flat out wrong, but she can't admit it. And you were especially wrong when you ran back and told that shit to Giselle. And in seeing the footage, you did put a lot of of stank on it because I knew that she was, I remember we talked about this on the show, like Monique was not calling Katie Amistad or comparing her to a slave. She just kind of used the wrong word. But in in the context, you could tell that Monique was saying she's free spirited. You know, has she said something like hobo chic or, uh I don't know, some other term. Amistad wasn't the one. And maybe if she called her like a hippie or something like that, that was what she meant. You can tell by the context. You ran yeah. it back and, and told Giselle what she said. Let Giselle erroneously believe that Monique was calling Katie a slave. And then you start looking the fuck stupid when Monique did nothing but defend herself from those accusations, which would not have been a thing if it weren't for you Mm. and you admitted that you were wrong for throwing it back to Giselle. But the real thing about it that again, you don't have any self-awareness, so you're not going to get here and your mama crazy as fuck. Otherwise I would tell you to go talk to her, but the bitch is going to have you worse off than you already are. Mm. The real issue is You are upset with Monique for being friends with Ashley. Or
0: for for forgiving her.
2: Forgiving her, whatever. Having any kind of friendly whatever towards uh, Ashley. That is what you're upset about. Because you've decided that you don't like Ashley this season. And you have been picking at her all season, getting your ass dragged from hell and and back. Mm. Because you are not that girl when it comes to drags and reads.
0: Yeah, because her life is one read to be honest.
2: To be honest, I mean, look at again, look at the material. Look the at the material; it's right there.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And all that pent up aggression and smoke that you have for your mama, which justified, but you can't be boss enough. The fact that you boss enough to be on Monique's case, but all the hell in your life with your mama, you don't, you can't boss up the her. Like I am confused, Candace.
2: Well, she can't boss up to her mama because she's going to get bopped upside the head with a, with a purse.
3: So. <laughs> I was about to say, then
1: she going to tell, tell Monique, where's the baby now? Drag me. Girl, you cried when your mama smacked you with her purse. Mm-hmm. You don't want no smoke. You don't want no real hands put on your Listen, you, Monique will put
0: you in that ditch like she would.
1: Listen. Mm-hmm. Well, she called you a drunk all last season. We focused on this season. And this season... You were totally out of line for digging at Candace and, I mean, for digging at Ashley and Michael about fertility issues. It just was not your place.
0: When It just was not. When when there
1: was so much that you could have digged at, you could have took digs at them about.
0: Listen, again, look at the material. And you
2: didn't. (laughs) At all. Well, when you're a bozo. Yeah. Yeah. And then Candace started trying to play victim. I'm I'm over it. Something that she also got from her mama. And um Robin, as much mm. of a bozo as you are, you don't need to be inserting yourself in anybody else's arguments. Like, mm. that's not your lane. Yeah, and honestly, you- I'm surprised you were even on time for the conversation with your late ass.
3: <laughs> Curse.
1: And let me say this. <laughs> if you accuse me, uh, if you Take a bone back to somebody that I don't fuck with, and then add all type of fake meat to it. the next time it's brought to me that you said I did something, if I have receipts, I'm showing those receipts and that is included in text messages because Monique absolutely did not join in in the gangbang that they gave Ashley and Michael as it pertained to this sexual assault situation
2: nope. She minded her business. She
1: primarily said, if it's true, karma is a bitch. Yep. That ain't dragging. That's just facts. We know how ugly Ashley has acted over the seasons.
0: Yep. Hell, Michael, and Michael too. too. Mm-hmm. Yep, they too. They have two been one, of a,
1: one yeah. petty sugar daddy, sugar baby couple for seasons now. i yep. on sugar petties.
0: Sugar... <laughs> show title <laughs> fuck. yeah that's what your
1: ass gets uh. <laughs> y'all ain't loyal y'all worse than motherfucking Ashley and Candace fuck listen,
2: <laughs> when
0: the Beyonce strikes
1: listen when it jump out it jump out mm-hmm. when it <laughs> fuck y'all <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you too can order some new nerves
0: if we own it okay you you too you, you
2: too
1: can please. order some luggage <laughs>
2: please y- y'all can't handle a bad bitch like me it, y'all ain't got enough it take two of y'all to equal one of me
1: and these is facts um. okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know what you thought this was.
1: I don't know what you expected. Okay, listen. He was expecting us
0: to come back. I was like, I don't know what you
1: think. Yeah, that's true. Listen, I don't the if you saying I
0: don't choose sides. I choose facts.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. When the facts say ding (laughs) ding, bitch. When the truth is the light, you just bask in it. I don't (laughs) listen. Okay. Don't gonna be, but yeah, it was just kind of like yeah, I didn't have no problem with Monique being like, listen. I've not said anything out the way about you or your situation. I don't give a fuck what they're saying. I have receipts on it, and that's just that. I will clear my name, because y'all hoes not finna stress me out, especially while I'm pregnant. Mm
3: -hmm. And I thought it was
0: especially weird, like, as much as y'all go back and forth about trying to clear your name and having receipts, Monique can't do the same thing?
2: Mm. I'm confusion. And then at the end of the day, they weren't even bad receipts. It was just literally like, look, here it is, me not LOLing.
1: Period. But the thing is, she already knew Candace didn't like her, so whatever she saw in them text messages from Candace was no surprise to Ashley. Like, she had been dragging her the whole season at this point, so who mm-hmm. fucking cares what Candace had to say? Mm-hmm. But no, you will not attach me to this shit. Because Monique made it very, very clear when this shit broke, I'm just gonna mind my business. I don't yep. know what the fuck going on.
0: hmm Which most people with sense would and do yep
1: i would i would have got messy with the shit too just like the rest of them because fuck ashley but somebody choosing to mind their business and stay neutral to the situation you're not gonna drag me into y'all's bullshit at all
2: i agree that just is what it is um apparently robin uh sold that sorry ass flip house with that Mm. sorry ass flipping her hair She ended up making thirty thousand dollars less than she anticipated because she didn't know what the fuck she she was doing. Let
1: somebody squander it away.
3: Mm.
2: It might already be. You you see the bitch trying to buy a goddamn truck. (laughs)
1: Mm.
2: But um, shout out to you, I guess, because she said that the things that she learned were way more valuable. And I'm like, y'all don't really have much money, so I, I beg to differ. But you know, whatever, you know, find your lost remote and all that good stuff. Um shout out to Bozo Andy for shading and Robin though. He started bringing up the shit with Juan, asking her if they were monogamous to each other. <laughs> and the fact that she was like as far as I know, I was like, "Baby,
0: mm, baby look at the material.
2: Why you why you play yourself like that? Cuz she don't know how to do nothing else but play herself." Apparently not. Um so then we move on. Karen versus Giselle. <sighs> mm. it's so much. But again, shout out to Karen for taking literally every opportunity to shade Giselle. She jumped into literally every part of every conversation. Whenever Giselle even looked like she was about to open her mouth, here go Karen. And I appreciated it. I was going to say, I I wasn't mad at Karen because, I mean, it's what Giselle deserves. I will not give any shout outs to Bravo for running that long ass fucking memory down uh trip down memory lane with karen and giselle's relationship they literally have been doing the same thing since what the first season we know the history we didn't need all that a waste of time again this is one of those things that y'all put in here that is making this be a three-part reunion when it could have been two but I mean, that was pretty much it. You know, Karen has really been serving Giselle, and Giselle hasn't had anything to say. She can't. She can't take what she dish, For lack of a better term.
0: Mm. And that's usually how those types are.
2: But when Karen was like, don't disturb the beehive if you don't want to get stung, boo-hoo, boo-boo, I was like, oh. Mm.
0: I was like, okay. I was
2: like, she must have been spending time around that hairdresser again. Yeah. Mm. I know you (laughs) didn't come up with that on your own, Karen. No shade. But that definitely is a gay, gay black man said that. But, um, mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to say, shout out to everybody for re- pretty much admitting that Giselle is the reason that you know, Karen is trash. Yep. Like, as much as Giselle wanted to try to backpedal and be like, oh, it's both of us, Karen has mm-hmm. never came at you maliciously. She has always had to defend herself from your malice. Yep. That is just fucking cold hard facts and
0: everybody knows it and everybody said it so i mean again look at the material beloved
3: yeah like that's play with somebody
2: facts. else you're not about to like the it. fact
0: the fact that your right hand in mess and bozelness and trash robin can see it ashley can see it like everybody can see it except you because you don't want to see it because you just want to keep picking at karen but also want to play the victim girl fuck you just yep
2: and I'm so happy that Karen is pulling your motherfucking whole car and not letting you cozy back up to her. Just cause you said, I'm sorry for the 500th time. Mm-hmm. She's like, I will handle your ass with kid gloves. You're not about to get under my skin and you're not about to play with me. Man, and I that just is that. what it is. And I hope going forward in future seasons that as unbothered as Karen was at this reunion, she is like that during the season. You don't need to be going on no more motherfucking trips to Europe or anywhere else. Arguing with Giselle in the motherfucking lobby, pay that bitch dust. I agree. Okay, tell her. You know, never mind. Never mind. <laughs>
3: mm.
2: <laughs> mm. Never mind. Stay a friend. No, I don't want to. I don't. I don't need that much bad karma. I already got enough. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of bad karma, shout out for them saying that Chris' mama looked like him in the wig, <laughs> mean, and Monique was super tickled. That was what—that was the most delicious part, and it's true. And we've said that, yes, because they yes. do look just alike. Mm-hmm. Look at the genetics, and there's there there are no good looks within the genetic pile. Nope, and it just is what it is. But I do like him with Monique. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I like how he treats her for the most part. Um, hopefully we don't have to suffer through another season of him acting weird on her birthday again because that was super trash.
1: Yeah, that was strange and
2: Mm -hmm. the insecurity jumped out, but it did. Um, so then Monique and Giselle start getting into it. And I'm just like, Giselle, you on here looking and sounding the fuck stupid because you did all of that performing at Robin's open house over some shit that you were told. Mm. Monique was like, well, what did I actually say? Well, I was told, I was told what? Mm. And so you ruined your best friend's motherfucking open house had the, the buyer walk out and you ain't even had no receipts. Mm. And ain't you the queen of receipts? So you say, no, she not, she not the queen of receipts. She always saying shit and moving without having any receipts. Mm. Cause remember this, the same bitch at uh Candace's house that brought up the shit about Michael Darby. And she wasn't even in the room when they had the initial conversation.
3: Mm, and they, when and they, they,
2: they rolled that beautiful bean, bean footage back, yep. I'ma bring it up. I'ma bring it up. Just that I didn't say that beautiful bean footage. I'ma bring it up. I'ma bring it up. Bring it, up. it just needs to be brought up. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when We've she's trying to throw on. Um, long ass fucking time, Giselle.
0: Right. And when she's trying to throw Karen under the bus with that, then they rolled that fucking bean footage back.
2: She's been trying to throw everybody under the bus with that. Remember, because during the season, she threw uh, Robin under the bus. Oh, yep. You're right. You sure right. Trying to throw Karen under the bus. She's trying to, to throw literally everybody under the bus over that. When the fact of the matter is you just want it to be messy, but you don't want to own up to it. Mm-hmm and which i just don't understand like of course you the messy one or one of the messy ones this season you ain't had no other storyline you don't have no choice but to be messy and i mean and you know does you gonna do that anyway because that's just how you are but i just thought that that was very stupid like to do all of that over i don't know whatever um bravo andy it's a it's a smooth fuck you and shut the fuck up because that tired ass joke you told talking about everybody's a bunch of tops on stage please shut up that shit is i'm gonna go ahead and say it with my chest that shit is stupid like when y'all be trying to say that a woman is a top or a bottom that's sh- that sounds stupid i'm sorry and them being messy or aggressive or whatever trait you were trying to say makes them a top, also stupid and problematic. We have enough issues with toxic masculinity. It's without no better you, in the gay community yeah. without you perpetuating that shit as a gay man, your fucking self.
1: But yeah, we already was, knew
2: you was a white gay bozo, so I shouldn't be surprised, I guess.
1: Because I was like, what the fuck is he talking about?
2: Nothing, because you don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Just being stupid. <laughs> Stay well, in your lane, Andy me and so the the person of the hour michael darby Mm. we finally get confirmation of what we here on ratchet ramblings already knew they finally pried the information out of robin's ass that michael made the comment at that what was it uh was it candace's with the rainbow party i think no 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 when he made the initial comment about wanting to suck somebody's dick oh, oh yeah that. it
1: was uh after candace wedding they had all yeah. went out or some shit yeah okay
2: that's what it was okay and so uh like i said they finally got it out of robin that he made the comment about Juan, which i knew and it's just like again you know shout out to him for having good taste and we were just we just kind of looked at the roster and was like it one was the most logical choice and like I said already, if you look at the beautiful being footage, Michael has been making Google eyes at Juan for quite some time. Mommy.
3: And Juan yeah. has been
2: super nice to him about it. So that's been odd too. Cause then I started wondering like, did Juan know that he said that about him when he was being nice? Especially after like all of the sexual harassment and the the charges came out. Um we talked about it in the pregame and Candace was like, I don't think he knew. But I no,
1: he didn't, he didn't, he didn't know initially. What Robin said was that she, Juan, Michael Darby called Juan and was like, could you tell Robin to stop, um, you know, speaking on me and, you know, talking shit on me or whatever. Juan asked Robin what he was talking about and she told him, like, he made a comment that he would suck somebody's dick. I still don't think... She didn't say that Juan knew that he said it about him, just that she had to tell him what was going on because he was confused about what the fuck Michael was talking about. Okay. So,
2: so, Michael
1: Michael didn't even have enough balls to tell Juan why he was calling him. Your wife is saying that I said that I wanted to suck somebody's dick or whatever. He like just tell your wife stop talking about me and Robin dumbass gone uh listen child boo mm. I'd have been like no what you need to do is worry about your sucking on your wife and stop trying to suck my man dick
2: <laughs> I, do you think that that was like mommy, Michael trying to get ahead of it yeah because he knew yeah. at that point that she had not told Juan that he said it about Juan
3: yeah yeah Hi, mommy. Mm.
2: Watch whiteness work. Bye, mommy. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. when you do Dobbery, I guess. Oh, no. So I was completely dead at that one shot they showed of Michael like trying to make small talk with the men, and they all had that crazy look on their faces. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um,
2: I'm hoping that that was like during the same time that they started talking about Michael out on stage with the with the ladies, but you know, with production, you never know. They yeah, they could have just did put it to that together shaded. to make it seem like, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: that was what was going on. But I don't know, because, you know, in the back, they do watch what's going on on stage. So I don't it could be either way. So, yeah, hopefully we'll, just we'll get see. more information on that. Um Ashley going around trying to say that the ladies talking about this and believing that basically because it's <laughs> I don't it seemed like everybody believes that it happened outside of maybe Monique, who is just being Switzerland to the shit. Um, But Ashley is trying to say that it's like a revenge thing from everybody. And I'm just like, you really think that they are using this situation to try to get revenge on you? Like, girl, those charges coming from that producer has nothing to do with the other ladies, literally. And then... We get confirmation from the rest of the fucking cast. Every woman on that, on those couches said that they have heard that Michael has been grabbing ass with more producers that work on the show. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them all have heard the rumors. And so for you to sit here and act like it's some kind of personal vendetta against you, it makes no fucking sense.
0: Girl, don't nobody care about you and Michael Darby that goddamn much to come up with this as a revenge thing.
2: At all. Now, granted, these women are bozos indeed. But even they have better things to do. They too busy fighting with each other to be trying to make up rumors about your 60-year-old husband. When again, we have footage of him touching ass of people on the show.
0: We have the material.
2: They showed one right in, during the show. Mm-hmm. I don't remember whose ass that was that he patted, but he patted somebody's ass while they was dancing on the dance floor. And you said uh, acting like it, Ray? Oh, was it Ray? I think that was, oh, Ray. was Ray.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Child, mm. and, and that might be why in the preview, Ray was like, "I did believe <laughs> that you did." Ray was probably like, "Cause you did it to me."
3: <laughs>
0: probably. <laughs>
2: listen i just i don't get it ashley this is such an interesting hill for you to be dying on the specific hill that you're dying on because i mean i i guess i can kind of understand you de- wanting to defend your husband especially when the specifics of that prenup are not clear <laughs> i see you girl hmm. And you hadn't <laughs> had that baby yet. <laughs> game recognized game. Ashley <laughs> <garden. laughs> Hey, hey, she a crafty bitch. She a bozo, but that don't mean she an idiot.
3: Mm. Mm, mm,
2: mm. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But the fact that you are so willing to down this hill, like nobody supported you and everybody was against you. Like, girl, look at what is going on. You cannot expect blind loyalty from these ladies, especially when they have evidence that this is something that he is capable of.
3: Right, you're not be-
2: fault them at all for believing that it is possible that it happened.
0: Right, Now right. This is stupid. This is beyond some like petty I'm gonna get Ashley back." She's like, "Girl, this is some criminal shit that your old man had no business doing." And the fact that you want blind loyalty from these women on something serious like if it's petty going back and forth shit okay that's one thing I mean you still the bozo but okay whatever yep. girl this is assault repeated and, and just it's a pattern pr- a pattern of predatory behavior like and I'm getting just a, a tad bit ahead just a preview from uh, for the next episode and Karen said it like the fact that you are expecting blind loyalty from these ladies and you 100% believe and Michael's innocence is dangerous.
2: Yeah, it's 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 con- it's concerning. Very. No other way around it like it it just cuz it makes you think, it makes you wonder what else are you willing to turn your back on when it comes to your husband and his behavior towards other people. Mhm. That's wild to me. And so I think that Ashley realized that she didn't really have a leg to stand on. And so she redirected her focus and she started getting into it with Giselle, which Giselle kind of played herself because she was trying to act like she didn't have a part in spreading this and constantly talking about it when in fact, and they rolled through beautiful being footage, every time it comes up, Giselle has plenty to say mm-hmm. and has had plenty to say. And there's been plenty of stuff that she said to Ashley's face and plenty of stuff that she didn't say to Ashley's face. But the point As, is, she said it. But yeah, she said it, and so Ashley started getting in Giselle's ass, which you know I I enjoyed. But the fact that you were getting in everyone's ass to try to prove to yourself, which is my best guess, that it didn't actually happen, you just you just playing yourself, Ashley.
0: Like the fact that you're trying to get into into everybody else's ass because
2: your husband can't stop touching ass. I just listen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. my thing is sir you have enough money like you can you can pay these these boys to let you touch on their ass (laughs) like you don't have to put yourself in dire straits like this this is just a mess like go get you a gentleman of the night and have a good night sir like what the fuck are you even doing gentleman of the night I was trying to be nice about it because I do support <laughs> sex workers. Yes, we listen. Do all you people. got to do and give them a tip so they don't put you on OnlyFans. <laughs> 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 Only Darbies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm.
0: That
2: sounds dangerous. It it it's, it sounds dangerous and musty. Yeah. Well, speaking of mustiness. We're going to slide on over to Basketball Wives.
3: Mm, so we're I on haven't.
2: episode 15. So I f- think Candace said the next episode is the season finale. finale. Yeah, the next episode yep. is the finale. Okay. Well, we get right into the shit. So my girl Cece, Cece Gu- Gutierrez. Mm,
3: say is the
2: full name. Please. Into Evelyn's ass. Mm. And when I tell y'all I was floating on cloud nine watching CC verbally demolish Evelyn and Evelyn not have any type of comebacks at all, couldn't say Mm. shit. Talking about, well, your face don't move, bitch. Girl, what?
0: And your hands don't move, so what is the problem? Mm,
2: But that mouth is moving, (laughs) Mm. but you can't handle it. You can Mm. dish it, but you can't take it, which honestly, this has been true of Evelyn for quite some time. Yes. We know this to be true. This is classic Evelyn behavior, Mm -hmm. but CeCe, let it be known. So like, what? I'm a bitch girl. You know, you a bitch. You have gone out of your way to be a bitch towards CeCe since CeCe got on this show. Before you even met the girl, Mm. you and you and and swing low side tooth missing ass Jennifer. Mm hmm can't keep a nigga with hips happy as Jennifer y'all have been on CC shit before you even met her Mm -hmm. just heard about her so much so so that go ahead
0: courage my bad
2: um I'm just gonna say it I enjoyed it and you have been poking at CC for so long I'm confused why you are confused as to why this happened every bully has their day Mm. And, and it is your day, bitch.
0: And I'm confused. as I, Listen, everybody on this show has had their day. Tammy done had her day. Jackie done had her day. You done had your day, uh, Evelyn. As a matter of fact, you done had several days from other buddies. So I don't understand what the fuck the problem is. Mm. Because I'm confused as to why you was upset that CC got up when Tammy got in your face. You was quiet as a whole in church.
3: mm
2: not even that acting like you haven't got girl didn't you just throw a drink in jennifer's face earlier this season on the last trip Mm. Mm -hmm. which slides me into my next point of this shout out to og for highlighting the double standard that they have when it comes to aggression Mm. because that is a perfect (laughs) example evelyn throwing drinks in people's face aggression Mm -hmm. running down people when they walking away, which we'll get to later aggression, you have fought on this show and that's mm. not even including the verbal aggression, but for some reason it's, it's not okay for OG to be aggressive.
3: Mm.
2: You've been picking on people. You, everybody's a bitch to you. You got mad shit to say. You making fun of Tammy when Tammy ain't bothering you for once <laughs> for once because <laughs> well, Tammy over there happy.
3: Mm-hmm. we she can't, say, we with can't
2: say the same for everybody
3: mm-hmm. well
0: mm. well when you're unhappy on the inside because you don't set a trap and ain't nobody in it right now
2: child mm. you but need we to just trap some that. calcium in them bones
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Curtis>. <laughs> you doing all that bitch you need to be on the multivitamin
2: okay mm. Shit, you need to be on a regimen because clearly. Mm. But anyway, like I said, I feel like they they be playing OG with the aggression shit. And I didn't like how they brought, like they rolled footage of OG like playing football and stuff. And it's like, she has anger issues that she needs to work out. That's true. But her quote unquote aggression towards the group is not a by factor of the fact that she plays football or has anger issues like og has been sweet to y'all until y'all start fucking with her for the most part yep she was friendly with you when you first met her kristen she was friendly with you when you first met her till you start trying to talk down to her
0: mm-hmm. and then got mad when she clocked you
2: and didn't even really clock you
0: honestly she really didn't which is how you know she mad.
2: Right. Because you insecure in your marriage because at the mm. time you wanted to have another baby and Thomas wasn't trying to hear that shit. Mm-hmm.
3: And he didn't insecure- nothing about
2: you being pregnant. So clearly he still ain't trying to hear that shit. Mm-hmm.
0: But we'll get to Kristen's insecurities. Cause. Mm. Mm.
2: So we move on. Um, I wanted to say, Shawnee, you can shut the fuck up. Hmm with all that fake shit, acting like you really give a fuck about OG's anger and all of that kind of stuff. Because again, you always got some shit to say. You egg the shit on behind closed doors, but then here was a perfect opportunity for you to reel your friend in and de-escalate the situation. Did you do that? No. Malaysia, did you do that? No.
3: Ooh, I, mm.
2: y'all let Evelyn talk crazy as hell to CC, and when, when CC started giving it back, now it's an issue.
0: And then, not only that, cause I'm. Let's park it real right here for a minute, Malaysia, beloved. The fact that you are so don't fuck with my family was re- was ready to a fake fight Jackie Christie over that alleged rumor about your family, which all, all y'all looked the fuck stupid over that shit and gave that nigga screen time that he pr- didn't fucking deserve. The fact that you are so. Oh, I'm real. I'm about family. This was a prime time for you to check Evelyn for, because she was losing that argument with CeCe, dragging her by her goddamn thin-ass tracks when Evelyn brought up Byron into it. This was a perfect opportunity for that real Malaysia Compton, old thick as day, old grits-ass girl to pop up. The same girl that threw a fucking chair at Jennifer. This was a prime time for that
2: Malaysia to show up, and you did what? Nothing. You said nothing, because as usual, you're not as family oriented as you claim you are. You because are good. not once since more members of your family have been introduced on this show have you had CC's back? You have been Team Kristen since they had that rift in their relationship. Right. You are not. And now you sitting oriented. here trying to figure out why is CC going off like this? You can't understand why CC is doing this, and they're gonna be family. They just need to get over it. But maybe if CeCe had ever felt supported by your bozo ass, we wouldn't be here to begin with. And again, CeCe is family, but you don't say nothing, and and Evelyn is picking with your family. But anytime Mm -hmm. somebody says anything, even looks in Kristen's way, you hurrying up trying to hop in and talking about family, family, family. Mm -hmm. You didn't say shit to Evelyn to get her to stop fucking with CeCe. Hell, you didn't even say nothing to CeCe to get her to stop. Not that you should have. I'm just saying, to be fair,
0: mm-hmm. because here's
2: somebody inserting themselves in your family's business and honestly, it's a business that ain't even really your business, even though you're part of the family, you quiet as a church mouse. Help me mm-hmm. understand, Malaysia, this don't seem very family oriented to me. And not only that, I will. I agree with you,
0: Frank. Uh, hold on,
1: fuck you, the- LaQuisha, okay? <laughs> <laughs> bitch, let me tell Candace. you something. <laughs> <laughs> my co-hosts have been Oh, so eloquent in their dragging, mm. bitch. You are a coward and a punk. Okay, because mm. that girl got <sighs> up there and got to talking Damn. big, big bad shit about your cousin Byron, and you was there quiet as a motherfucking church mouse. You mm. in the green screen time, we don't need to do family. Nah, bitch, she did it, and you was quiet and was kicking with the bitch afterwards. Mm. Mm. You have yet to check her about the shit she said about Byron. Because she assassinated Byron character to try to get under CC skin. Mm. So, what are you saying? Mm. You didn't have no smoke. None. Zero. You weren't throwing tables and chairs. None. Mm. Zero.
0: Wasn't even throwing words. Mm. Not throwing words, not throwing
3: words. You what sat the there quiet. In
1: I got a problem with bitches like you. Y'all always big, bad, and tough when it's people that you know you may be able to win against. Mm. Yes, you could probably beat Jackie Christie up. Absolutely. Probably, yeah. Yeah, of course. You definitely could beat, prob- beat Jen up. Jen not no fighter. But you was quiet with Evelyn. And
3: hey, Evelyn ain't really no said, fighter, to be honest.
1: What she said didn't have shit to do with CeCe. She was really disrespecting the shit out of Byron.
3: Yep.
2: Which, well, I mean, you won't be honest with yourself because I was going to say you've been letting people disrespect Byron, but you won't be honest with yourself about how trash Kristen is. So, Mm -hmm. Because she's not
0: family-oriented. She's Christian oriented and has been from the inception. And for what?
3: Mm.
2: Maybe they have a pact because we know that they live a regular life. So we have kind of come to a consensus that Kristen has been doing everything in her power to get a permanent spot on this show. That's the only explanation I, I can come up with for Kristen to be just completely throwing her family and namely Byron, her father-in-law under the bus, like she has been. It's And how just long have have Kristen and Thomas been married? I'm not sure.
1: Uh, she always say they've been together for a total of 11 years or some shit or 10 years or almost a decade. So So they've been married
2: a while. You have been around Byron Scott for at least we'll say nine years. You wait till you get on this show and throw him under the bus the way that you have. And then flat out lying, which the fact that you have even forced Byron to have to come out and defend himself because of your behavior on this show is literally disgusting. The fact that Thomas lets you do it. The fact that, what's the what's the daughter name, London? London. The yeah. fact that his kids let you do it. The fact that Malaysia is sitting here letting you do it is mm. wild to me. I don't know what kind of hold you have on all of these people in your family, but you sick that it's not extending to CC. CC sees through the bullshit. She sees what kind of person you really are. And she said it because she said it on this episode, like before we got on this show and before we
0: met these ladies, being Kristen was close. She was family. She didn't act like this. So the fact that you waited till you got on this show and for whatever reason, decided to throw Cece under the bus, to throw Byron under the bus. Kristen, you need your whole ass lap. Then you're not an ugly girl by far, but your personality sucks. The shit you do Sucks, and the fact that you are as pretty as you are, you don't know any other way to make money or make a life for yourself other than being trash to your family on this fucking show. Yep, you are that a was fucking the dumbass
2: best that I have because imagine coming onto a show called Basketball Wives, you ain't married to a basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Thomas is, I just imagine Thomas is like selling insurance or something like okay, that. Yeah,
0: he, Thomas probably worked at a call center something. We word. gotta
2: be honest about that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like if he putting in a respectable eight hours a day, that's fine. But the fact that you get on here showing your ass when CeCe is closer to the premise of the show being engaged to a former basketball player than you are with Thomas. Mm. But then I- you didn't have anything going in your life that you could have brought onto this show to be amplified. Bitch, you ain't got a blog. You ain't got a podcast. You, you ain't got a wig feet. line. You don't sell lip, gl- lip liner, lip gloss, eyelashes, nothing, girl, as pretty as you are. And you a pretty chocolate woman, too, a dark, darker-skinned woman. And you're not doing nothing with it? But you, you decided your claim time. to fame on this show was going to be throwing CeCe under the bus, who has been a friend and a confidant to you. Family. Family without the fucking title. Imagine. And then you get on here acting like you can't understand why CeCe is reading your ass for motherfucking filth. You lucky she ain't putting that motherfucking chun Lee thousand kicks on your ass, because I damn sure would have been stumped your ass out. Listen. Because not only are you fucking with me, you fucking with my man. You got my man kids not liking me when I ain't did shit to them. And you got these bitches in the group not liking me. You got Evelyn, the motherfucking rat from the Bronx trying to fight me. It's all bad. And you deserve all of the bad things.
0: You absolutely do, Kristen. You a piece of bitch. You don't know what family is. She ain't even a piece of bitch. She a whole
2: bitch. That is correct. 999 $9 a pound. Nah. Bitch,
3: filet. Mm.
2: Bitch filet. Bitch <laughs> filet. Curtis. Fuck her.
0: <laughs> you know what? It's fine, cause you ain't dragged Christian on this show in a good minute.
2: So you know what? That's fine. Listen, let me tell you something. You broken down brats dog. Get your shit the fuck together. You got a lot of fucking nerve to behave on this show the way that you do.
3: Mm.
2: And we're gonna pause there for a minute because we gotta change locations to come back to your foolishness. Um then we move on. Kristen and Cece are still getting into it. And Cece brings up the fact that Kristen called Shawnee a bitch before she met her, or when she first met her, she didn't like how she acted, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I found it very interesting. That Mm. everybody had a problem with CeCe bringing this up from two years ago. Mm. But then Kristen was ready to bring out text messages about the shit that CeCe was saying about Ochi from Mm. two years ago. Mm. Is it Uchi Wally or is it one mic?
0: So one person can bring up shit when don't nobody know somebody. But when the other shoe is on the, when the text is
2: on the other foot, Mm. when the text is in the other phone. (laughs) Curtis.
0: (laughs) Can I get
3: an (laughs) 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 amen?
2: The doors of the church are open, children. (laughs) Listen, when (laughs) Shawnee's dead
1: personality having ass got on that TV screen, talking about, and now I'm looking at you funny, CC, bringing up text messages from two years ago. That is exactly what Kristen did. Literally, y'all didn't look at Kristen funny. Y'all was mm. talking about just owning CC. You said it. You said it, CC. You called her ugly. Even if you didn't know her, you said it.
0: And not only that, that was worse because CC was defending family when she didn't know none of mm. you bitches. Mm. Like, so again,
1: I Cece- tell you
0: what. Oh, go ahead, Kenny.
1: Shawnee mm. is. Mm. A whole dead personality, stone-faced hypocrite. Mm. And I am so annoyed with her this season. Mm. Because she could not hold her friend accountable if her life depended on it. Mm. Mm. Everything that Evelyn has done this season, Shawnee has had a problem when somebody else did it.
2: Yeah.
1: Everything
2: absolutely while simultaneously um hyping evelyn up about the shit that she is doing yep. it's okay when like evelyn said, does it to everybody else but let someone turn the tables on y'all asses and now you crying oh they fighting unfair they slinging mud and all that kind of shit girl fuck you Mm -hmm. that fake ass dry ass
0: i'm sorry shawnee that all kristen did and i i forgive you
2: kristen girl fuck y'all oh i wanted somebody to throw salsa in her face so fucking bad shawnee
0: fuck you kristen fuck you fuck all y'all yeah og the only real motherfucker on the goddamn show real ugly um
2: (laughs) (laughs) my bad So then uh, Kristen started lying on Byron again. For some reason throwing it to Cece, talking about Cece, whatever. I'm so sick of Kristen. We'll get to you because the the conversation that she had with Cece later in the episode is much more interesting than what was going on at the table. Um, Evelyn was showing the table exactly who she is. And of course, nobody is checking her except in the confessionals where it does not count but we've mm-hmm. already clocked y'all for me pieces of bitch and cowards for letting Evelyn run wild and never checking her but y'all check literally everybody else even Jackie Christie y'all check her when her behavior starts to get out of control mm-hmm. but not once has anybody said anything about Evelyn being super aggressive trying to fight always picking a fight
3: mm-hmm.
2: enough is enough so then we get to uh Phoebe <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've been waiting for us to get to Rocco's Modern Life.
2: But we get to Phoebe via Malaysia because when we take a break from all of the shit between Evelyn and CeCe and Kristen, for some reason, Malaysia thought it was a good idea to, to mention Jackie and Phoebe. Mm. And then when Jackie called Phoebe a molly popping poop, listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't give Jackie Christy much, but I give her that.
2: I give her that.
1: Listen, let me tell you something. Jackie Christie. Dragged Phoebe so bad that Phoebe's only retort was to bring up a well-known damaged relationship she has with her daughter. Going on dragged, family again. Mm. We have dragged Jackie about her relationship with her daughter, but you can't use that as leverage. Jackie know her; she she ain't got shit when it comes to her daughter. Like that's old news, beloved. Which your home, girl. Um Evelyn inserted herself into that again. Sh- and then Shawnee got the nerve to get her dead face ass on Twitter talking about we lead the kids out of it since when? Mm. She we,
3: we, she we, said we, it we, on the episode. <laughs> talking about let me kids start act,
1: act like when we, 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 we lead the kids out of it. Mm. Since you know so fucking much.
0: She seems like the kids will be all stolen. Since, you since you got your, your fucking A's, dispensary fancy and fancy. shit.
2: You think
1: you you're all that, you-
2: bitch.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. So we, 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 when we done left the kids out of it, Shawnee O'Neal? Mm.
3: <laughs>
1: Tell me. Because mm. this has been an ongoing thing on this show. People have always inserted themselves into other people's situation with their kids. We saw Jackie do it with Sean with Evelyn's daughter. We saw Evelyn do it with uh Jackie's daughter. We saw Lori Laura Govin do it with Jackie's daughter. Their kids have never been off limits on Shit, this we show. We saw so this season with Jennifer and,
0: uh, and your fucking kids.
1: <laughs> like hell. girl, you got a whole bunch of whole bunch of whole bunch of fucking gall and motherfucking audacity. A mm. hypocrite. Mm. A stone-cold hypocrite, Phoebe, you a coward. Mm. You have talked so much, and I ain't seen you jump across the tracks like a Bronx rat do yet. (laughs) I ain't seen you jump fag, yet. Mm. You blamed it on liquor. You couldn't even own that You had dragged Jackie for filth on that first night. I don't remember. I was drunk. Bitch, you wasn't that drunk when you called that woman Pamper Pussy, but I tell you what I do know. Jackie pulled right up on your ass, and she made you shut the fuck up. Mm. The only thing you had was bringing up her daughter, and that ain't even phaser. When Jackie pulled that twenty out her goddamn titty and was like, "Here, somebody give this to that crackhead."
0: <laughs> Again, I don't and give Jackie told much, her, but...
1: get, you, she told her you won't get a pass today, bitch, and I'm I'm with it.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm with, with the, the yeah, shit. I, I, yeah, I'm. listen, this type of energy that I love.
2: Absolutely, because Phoebe mm. couldn't say shit. Oh, calling her grandma, all these tired-ass insults. Oh, you you, you got calling big me ears, a crackhead but you
1: wanted to be small like me. Girl, shut up. You, you got big ears. We been new. Jackie got them big-ass fucking ears, girl. What are you talking on. about? Push
2: pause on that. Because Phoebe, sweetie, have you seen your ears? Let me uh, tell again. you something.
1: Phoebe Listen, Minnie Mouse. Un, Phoebe <laughs> is unattractive <laughs> as fuck.
3: Yeah, she's and not like, that cute. like,
1: she had on that makeup and that pink wig and a, a green screen look a fucking
2: Ooh, mess. baby. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She looked like if one of the treasure trolls got like a facelift.
1: With them big ass feet. Let me tell you something, <laughs> sweetheart, Phoebe. Why are we here? I was going to get you out the way because you really add nothing of value to the show. And you could have been left off. They could have brought back a bitch who likes to go toe to toe with Evelyn like Royce or Susie, or one of them, but bitch, you are of no use, no purpose, you bring nothing to this show or to us, except for letting us know that bitches from the Bronx are indeed scary, you are scary bitch, and for you to bring up somebody kid, while your uh, own ex Lance Stevenson got a motherfucking gag order on you, and your kids can't even appear on the show, you should sit down and shut the fuck up,
0: I feel like we just went to church. That was a beautiful mm-hmm. drag, friend.
1: You it should was. really shut the fuck up, cause you don't have anything to offer. At all. you have not nair storyline, bitch. And that poor ass rapping that you be doing, no bitch. We don't care about it.
0: No talent, it brought no your looks, ass to no LA, hands. Talk about
1: making a name for yourself, bitch. Shut up. <laughs> I just big I, feet, I, big I, knees, big nose, big mouth, and little courage.
0: Mm-hmm. well done friend i Curse just and i'm cowardly phoebe Cur- curtis <laughs> <I'm> just <saying.
3: laughs>
0: i just I, this was and i'm gonna say this and friends i want to see if you agree is this a worse addition to a show than dead bv on love and hip-hop atlanta or too far
1: Compared it to because at least Akbar V was willing to fight bitches. Phoebe is not even Phoebe can't even do that. She talks, she throw stones and hide her fucking long ass. uh, Twas the night before Christmas ass (laughs) hands.
0: Twas the night before. (laughs) Sitting up there looking
1: like the mother from Coraline, bitch. I know you fucking lying. The evil mom from Coraline when she went to the alternate reality.
0: You know uh, the that. alternate, the alternate reality where Phoebe got hands.
1: Phoebe goes. Phoebe went west, and now bitch need to go back east. Go back to the Bronx, bitch. Go yeah. live up in that same project building that uh, Evelyn Mammy live in. Because <laughs> Evelyn, bitch, we finna get to you. We finna yeah. get to you. Mm, and yeah. I, I don't have a nice bone in my body for you.
0: <laughs> Take us on home, Curtis.
2: Real quick, uh, I wanted to shout out Byron because the next morning we see CeCe call him and they had a nice conversation. And I love that he was like, "Stand your ground, fuck them bitches.
0: <laughs> yes, he like, loves the fuck time. out of CeCe.
2: It is time. Yeah. He does. And I do like to see that too. Yes. Um, and we talked about this in the pregame, but was it just me or was it weird for Malaysia and Phoebe and Evelyn and what? Kristen and Shawnee to make this whole thing like a competition. Listen, like, you been y'all are
0: too fucking old for this we shit. We gotta
1: hold our L today. We gotta hold our L. They got the W. Like, are y'all hoes okay? No, this they're
0: not. Mean, no, they are. Not. They are unwell. They are definitely unwell.
1: This wasn't no competition. You bitches been trying to bully on the same few women in the group for the whole fucking season and y'all think it's cute it's not cute y'all are fucking old with kids of y'all own looking the fuck stupid like i just
0: can't imagine being on the 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 fair well not fair because a lot of y'all bitches are ugly. on the inside and out but i cannot imagine being on the the, the 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 golden years of my life and being like you know what these other bitches like, they got us. We got a whole lot of ears, but we going to come back. They won the battle, but they didn't win the war. Like, y'all are fucking old. What are you doing?
2: Being stupid. Being stupid. Trying to laugh it off. Trying to laugh the pain off because they got the fuck dragged. They got exactly what their hands called for. Mm. All of them. Y'all mm. all got a piece of that fury. And it's what you deserve. It's what exactly you deserve. Exactly like Candice said. And the fact that y'all had a problem with OG having CC's back, like i'm trying to figure out why y'all keep trying to dictate cc and og's relationship and friendship especially as much as y'all friends, say y'all don't care i don't i don't can't tell friends them. exactly y'all don't want cc to have an ally that's what that is
0: mm. because the allies that she should have her fucking family are too chicken shit to stand up and say the way that y'all treat cc is fucking wrong
2: they don't do it because they don't believe that it's wrong mm. no, they let's, don't. let's be honest because let's not get, once have work. they had cc's back malaysia does on some level malaysia does not see it for cc she can't it is literally impossible for her to have any real familial ties to cc and allow her to be treated the way that she's been treated by the other ladies and by kristen jealousy
1: jealousy it's pure purity jealousy Malaysia is no longer living a lifestyle comparable to what CeCe and Byron have built together because when Malaysia first made it onto Basketball Wives, she was riding high on the hog with Gennaro Pargo. He may not have been in the NBA or he maybe was, but at some point he went overseas. He was still getting a good bag overseas. And then that came to an end and then they, he, he wanted to divorce her. So now Mm. she's had to make some things happen for herself to get it how she lives. And as we can see, it's been rumors stirring that she had for a while was living from pillar to fucking post Mm. and didn't have it. Like she was saying she had it. Mm. Yes. It pisses a lot of the girls off to see how Cece and Byron live primarily because Cece can have that lifestyle without Byron. I think Mm. that's what really grinds their gears.
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
1: Should Byron and CeCe knock on wood, God forbid it happens, and we don't wish that on anybody's relationship, but should they not be together, CeCe will be fine.
2: Yep. Mind you, they've only been together for five years. CeCe been getting it how she lived. Yes. Matter of fact, on that podcast, she talked about it. She's like, I used to be an ER nurse. These girls ain't got shit on me, and that, I, that ain't even her talking her shit. Let me talk her shit for her. Y'all hoes ain't got shit on CeCe. Yeah. Mm. Shawnee, we just now seeing Shawnee start to build up. Mm. She might be the only one that got it better than CeCe, but the rest of y'all, mm. come on. Come on now. What are y'all really doing out here?
0: CeCe depends on herself, and Byron may help if he wants to. The rest of y'all depend on Shawnee.
2: And the beautiful thing about it is they they have enough on their own that they can pull together, and y'all hate it. Mm. Y'all can't stand it. From Kristen to Malaysia to evelyn y'all cannot stand it and i really feel like it might be some type of prejudice Mm. and y'all feel like maybe because cece is non-black she does not deserve to be in that position
1: i was about to say i feel like a part of this is because she's not a black woman and um, p- more than likely, Malaysia and Kristen had gotten very familiar with Byron's ex-wife. Yeah. They'd known her for, they comfortable with her, know her, call her, talk to her, hung, hung with her. And so I feel like a part of th- their disdain for her is that she came into woman. the picture and Byron is smitten with her.
2: Because mm, listen, that man is head over heels. And I love to see
1: it. Um. So for me, it's a big fuck you to Malaysia and Kristen for that alone. Hi. Yep. Bye. And so Bye-bye. getting huh? so the girls act like it's a competition. Shawnee calls Jackie like, "Hey, what are y'all doing today? Do y'all want to come over and hang out by the pool after me and Evelyn go see this this property that I'm thinking Why? of investing in?" And the girls are like, mm, "Okay, I guess." CeCe looking cute than a bitch. Yeah,
0: listen, half the girls always out, okay? And I appreciated it. but They were out something. CeCe is beautiful as fuck. They that's another over. reason why y'all mad. Yep.
1: Yeah, they, they yeah, she, she got <laughs> it. They head over and the girls... Kristen is like, can I talk to you, CeCe? <laughs> CeCe like, I'm hungover, I'm hungry. I want to eat first. No, just let me talk to you. Bitch, when somebody hungry, what kind of conversation you think you finna have with them?
0: Mm. That and also why why are you you so pressed to talk to you? Why
1: Why do do you you... always wait till you get around this group of girls to want to have a conversation with CC? You're not reaching out to CC any other time Mm -hmm. until you can get in front of these group of stupid old bitches and grandstand. Mm. CC even said it. She was like, "I hadn't talked to Kristen. You know, this trip is the first time I'm seeing Kristen since everything went down." You don't wanna make peace with CC any other time until you want to be the the Oscar Award winning victim in front of these group of girls.
0: Yep to keep Because you them know they're gonna going. eat it up because they don't like CeCe because of your punk ass. Yep.
1: CC is like, all right, girl. What you want? Yo, let's talk.
0: <laughs> I guess. Cece literally was like, girl, I guess.
1: Cece is she like, okay, girl, let's get out the way. Kristen gets to plan the victim immediately.
3: Yep. You turned
1: my father-in-law against me. You did blah, blah, blah. You didn't make sure he came to that dinner. So let's just stop at this first lie. Yes. Mm. Even if there was a dinner that had been planned, which we now know it was not that way after Byron came forward and basically said, Kristen is a huge fucking liar. But even if there was a dinner plan, we saw episodes back after after Thomas and Byron sat down to meet and talked about getting together and having a dinner, We the footage rose to Kristen saying CeCe would not be invited to this dinner. So what meeting should CeCe have made Byron come to? The one that she didn't know about because she was never invited to? And when they, even on the episode where she lied and claimed they were supposed to have dinner that day, she had three place settings. For her, Thomas and Byron, no CeCe. Boom. Made it perfectly clear CeCe was not invited, CeCe was not welcome. What dinner was CeCe supposed to make sure Byron showed up to? Mm. Tell us brain dead, Barbie. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) And on top of that, again, why are you putting the responsibility for byron's actions a grown man a grown able-bodied man in the hands of cece
1: and it's not why Cece's is it not job.
2: your responsibility to make sure byron was there because you're the one who has to have a conversation with byron not cece, cece see him every day cece sucking his dick every day she don't need to sit down with byron you do mm so you should be the one going out of your way to make sure Byron is there. Go to Thomas. Make sure Thomas, make sure his father comes. Is Why is it CeCe's responsibility? I'm really confused by that.
1: And I'm confused about you continuing to lie and get caught in these lies.
2: And nobody you calling get, you on all these lies yeah. that you're telling.
1: You get the kicking, you get the screaming and hollering and CeCe like, uh, okay, I'm good. And Kristen, like, so you're not gonna let me finish? And CCT was like, uh, let no. me think about it. No. Oh, no and walked away <laughs> and was ready to leave.
0: Come on, London with the ass.
1: Was mm-hmm. ready to leave. At this point, this is where things get really real. And what we waited for on this predominantly dry ass season of basketball lives.
3: <laughs> Evelyn
1: takes up, gets up, takes off. Toward Cece, whose back is turned, because she's heading to the golf cart to go back to their villa, Evelyn runs after her.
0: Gets a fucking leaf.
1: Gets a leaf or a stick or whatever, a bamboo stick or whatever. OG takes off at this point because she realizes what type of fuck shit Evelyn is on.
0: Mm-hmm. And she called that from Malaysia. The minute they got there.
1: Malaysia and Kristen still standing there looking stupid as fuck, like they don't know what's going on.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Shawnee and Phoebe looking crazy as hell. Jackie, like, what the fuck?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: next thing you know, we see Evelyn tumbling in some bushes.
2: Yep, because mm-hmm. she takes off talking about oh, she's going to leave without letting me give her my gift a
1: piece of my mind. I
2: want to mm-hmm. give her a piece of my mind. What did right. that have to do with that stick that you got, though? Mm. And not only that, real quick, I want to weight.
0: They, because they like OG, oh, why are you inserting yourself in her business? Let them talk. Let Kristen and OG have a conversation. First of all, OG said in her professionals, it looked like a setup, and it was because okay, how y'all letting Kristen and uh CC talk, but you got Evelyn over there hovering around like she in fucking SWATs or some shit playing Call of Duty. You got uh, um what's the bitch name? You got Sonny over here eavesdropping, trying to mind their business. Like, how the fuck does it not see feel like a setup? Mm-hmm. What I do
1: know is, I don't always agree with OG. We have called OG on her shit many of times. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, OG did what she was supposed to do as a friend. You will not sneak my friend in my presence. At all. Evelyn, you are a whole old ass brittle bone poor pussy management having ass bitch for trying to sneak a woman who one, we know is not into physical violence. Mm. And two for claiming to be a boss bitch, a bad bitch and letting this woman get so deep under your skin for finally standing up for herself that you felt you needed to gain an advantage by putting your hands on her while her back was turned.
3: Mm. The I, wish you would put,
1: I wish you would put that same energy into getting your old ass mammy out the projects in the Bronx. <laughs> I wish you would have put that same energy into securing your future and not having to sell them bullshit ass face creams that ain't nobody buying. <laughs> I wish you would have put that energy into having enough hustle so that Shanice didn't have to pay the bills before you could secure your next big trick. You got a lot of fucking nerve, honey. A whole lot of nerve. And that's why OG stiff armed you into them goddamn bushes and you couldn't hardly get up.
0: Effortless. Because
1: see, you was playing. You was being a clown and the clown bit your ass back.
0: Yeah. Now your
1: knees are now your knees are skimmed up, bitch. Now Mm. you gonna need a pillow to get on your knees and find your next big lick.
2: Next big lick by sucking a dick. Because <laughs> <Curtis. laughs> I just
1: can't believe a bitch who got their own mama in the project still has all this audacity and commentary on everybody else's life and situation. Yep. But your mom is sitting up there playing with Russian nesting dolls in the fucking projects. Hoarding all that goddamn bullshit in that little bitty ass apartment.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Meanwhile, you wearing $1,000 shoes and taking trips to Costa Rica to talk about investment properties that you likely don't have the money to invest in. But make it look good for TV, I guess. Mm. But you a coward, that's for for sure.
2: And you Mm. failing miserable at making it look good on TV.
1: And you anti-black than a motherfucker.
2: Boom. And
1: all them receipts got pulled on you admitting that you are not black. You are Puerto Rican. You grew up around black people, but you are not black. Because when a motherfucker asks you, Are you black? you do not say shit like, Oh, I'm Puerto Rican, but I grew up around black people. If you're black, you black. Yeah, I'm Afro Latina. Yes. Yeah.
2: My dad black. I, yeah, my, my mom black. Is
1: like, we seen your mama and and also we seen your mama. She ain't black. Mm. I ain't never seen your daddy. I ain't cared to scroll through your Instagram to see if I can see your daddy. But what I do know is you are not you are not a black identifying Latina.
2: I never have been, apparently. I'll let so, you tell it though.
1: Listen, okay, because your car got pulled recently and you've been going on a goddamn press tour to talk about being Afro Latina. Nothing about you is Afro Latina.
0: Mm. Yeah. identity is as jumbled as your exactly. goddamn glasses was, and OG pushed you in the bushes. Mm.
2: stellar analysis friend i don't think i could have done a better job if i had tried um so evelyn you know she gets up and punctuates what we're saying about being a coward and only going after the person that you feel like you can punk because if og was the one that tossed you into the bushes into the the brush why is it that when you got up, you had literally no smoke for OG? You were still trying to get at CC. Mm. And imagine having that much fervor trying to get at CC when y'all hadn't even had a conversation that day. You were that pissed off from the night before that you wanted to fight CC and were upset that she was walking away and you were missing your opportunity to the point where you were ready to hit her with a fucking bamboo stick while she was walking away and you did grab her because that's the other thing she got in her confessional lying, talking about she wasn't gonna, she wasn't gonna do nothing she wasn't gonna hit her she wasn't gonna get physical with her we saw it in the bean footage beloved they slowed that shit down on twitter you definitely grabbed cc before og twirled you around and you went flying into that uh grass mm-hmm.
3: oh,
2: evelyn takes a tumble ass bitch you like Candace said, you got a lot of fucking nerve, you got your whole car pulled, and so for whatever reason, um, sorry, Whew. uh, for whatever reason, how did Kristen and OG start getting into it?
0: Because, um, they got into it because Kristen was, uh, what the fuck, Kristen was, uh, For whatever stupid reason, Christian has smoke for Cece uh, walking away from Evelyn. And then she has smoke for uh, OG trying to break them up, which is like, bitch, so do you want uh, going to, I forget which one of y'all said this, like, do you want, you don't, do you want the conflict to end or not, Christian? Because if you got somebody trying to not have them fighting and cause physical harm, then what the fuck is you mad about? Well, we know she don't
2: want the conflict to end because that's the end to her storyline. Well, yeah, she has absolutely. been keeping this going, and then when she finally did pull Cece aside, when they convinced Cece not to leave at after the shit after Evelyn tried to run her down, she played victim mm-hmm. and started crying. When Cece was like, "Girl, I'm not, I'm not about to play with you."
1: Yeah, Cece was a uh... no. Kristen was like trying to get in the fray, and shawnee is who actually grabbed Kristen. But OG was right there. And she like, oh, yeah, don't fucking touch head. me. Yeah, don't yeah, touch me. And OG like, I didn't touch you. But if I did, then what?
0: Oh, yeah, mm. that would have my bad camera. I forgot about it.
1: Then what? Then what you going to do? And, and what again, did you do?
2: You backed down.
1: Back mm. down. They rode that beam footage again. and sh- It slowed it down on Twitter. It was Shawnee that was grabbing at Kristen. And OG was just right there. But OG did not touch Kristen. Yes. Again, trying to create a narrative that you are the victim in the situation when in fact you just are not. Nope.
2: Mm-hmm. And never yeah. have been.
0: And when you got met with that energy, you shut the fuck up like the coward you are. Mm-hmm. And shut down like
2: the coward you are. Mm-hmm. And redirected your, uh, your energy towards the person who you, again, you think you could punk. And you still were not prepared because you really thought that CeCe was going to fold. And CeCe was like, girl, you can go to hell. Don't nobody care about you doing all that crying, all of that shit, because CeCe never asked for that to begin with. CeCe has said multiple times she is okay with y'all not having a relationship, not speaking any of that. Mm -hmm.
1: And the the crazy part is CeCe has said she's she's okay as long as they have a relationship with Byron. She doesn't want Byron being at odds with his kids or his kids-in-law, and that includes Kristen. So if that means her taking a step back and not having anything to do with it so that the healing process can begin with Byron and his kids, she's fine with that. I really don't know a bitch classier than Cece that we've seen on reality TV. I'm gonna be honest. She's
2: definitely up, few and far between for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. She yeah, she definitely is leading the pack as somebody that's classy, but sadly, she don't belong on the show. She's too classy for it. Mm. She she's too classy. Because yeah, it, it was really time for Rumble in the Jungle. And she I, she, she really should have picked up a brick and bust Evelyn in, in that <laughs> same spot where Chad had butted her.
0: Well, I mean, she met her with the same energy that Evelyn did. Because we know Evelyn ain't going to fight. We know she's a scary bitch. So, and we know Cece not going to fight. So she'll chop her down with words. And that will be the end of it.
2: Just like we know, Phoebe ain't gonna fight. She mm-hmm.
0: also a coward. Yeah, Phoebe
1: ain't gonna fight.
0: Which Phoebe, and... you got a lot of fucking nerve saying that Phoebe, uh saying that Cece is a coward and don't give her what she want. If ever... I can't tell, but I thought bitch. y'all
1: was coming to to reclaim the title.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. So is it Uchiwale or on Mike um, Phoebe's modern life?
2: Listen,
1: <sighs> it... <sighs> I just I was sitting there and. OG, and this is where I had smoke for OG, because while Kristen and um, Cece are finally trying to talk again, they pan to the girls being separate from them. And they are doing that thing where they paint a narrative like OG is some big, bad, black, aggressive African woman who like she's the female version of John Wick, but African and shit like that. <laughs> and yes, uh, I definitely, OG got hands. OG can't break your jaw. We talking about a professional athlete here. Mm-hmm. And okay.
2: But y'all but getting what y'all, y'all hand called for. Cause y'all keep fucking with that woman.
1: She's yeah, not bothering
2: not, y'all. And when she has if, been messy, y'all have had no problem bringing her to task
1: exactly the thing is this y'all don't respect nice mm. y'all don't y'all have shown us that y'all don't respect nice with cc y'all yeah. have said cc is too nice too meek don't like confrontation would rather walk away you, even down to shawnee mocking her walking away from situations instead of letting them get super heated and out of control mm. y'all have mocked and made fun of cc for that approach so it do you want cc or do you want og because it looked like, to me, y'all want OG aggression. Mm. Y'all but don't y'all like are nurse. not
2: ready for OG aggression. You don't actually want it. You, you want, want CC You just want somebody meekness. you could bully. Yeah, yes. you, you just want another Phoebe. You just want somebody with a big mouth that's not actually going to do anything. And And OG
1: is is not that person. Yeah, OG will bust you bitches in the mouth. And so they telling OG how aggressive she is. And OG like, I call bullshit because y'all bitches like to throw tables, drinks, and every fucking thing else. Well, yeah, but we ain't talking about breaking nobody's jaw. That's because y'all putting it into motion. What the fuck you think gonna happen? You hit somebody in their face with a fucking table. (laughs) (laughs) like what do you like do y'all understand the ramifications of y'all own behavior because if you think a idle threat holds more weight than somebody's repeated actions y'all have got me fucked up what do you think happens when you throw furniture at people what do do you think what do you think what do you know what do you understand
2: Getting clobbered in the you, face with a fucking bistro table. Your child gonna be <laughs> broke. Be broke. <laughs> what
1: the heck? Like, what the fuck? What are y'all trying to say to me? Because I have confusion about it. Mm. So, so it then, drinks
2: directly in bitches' faces. You don't know what you doing to their eyes.
1: Nothing. Skin, nothing, nothing, nothing.
2: But that's so not OG been, is the problem.
1: Evelyn starts talking shit, calling OG ugly, and OG took the low-hanging fruit, and I wish she hadn't, and said, Which, I, I might be ugly. I mean, she has ugly. a pattern of that, so. Yeah, I yeah. might be ugly, but Chad was in my DMs. Chad wanted to fuck me. Chad, Chad, Chad. Let me tell you something. Chad Johnson is not a prize. This is the same man that ruined his whole fucking everything for headbutting Evelyn Lozada after they had been married for a month. Okay. I mean Because not only she that, found this some condoms. Because she found some condoms in his trunk after she told him to just use protection on the road. She understand how it is. Why would you let somebody bother you who told you to go ahead and cheat? I would have been like, hun, just the conversation we had. Mm. I was on the road. Mm. I brought mm. some condoms. Well. I got some cuddy. You said do what I needed to do. You understood okay so he's not no fucking prize that's what i say that to say this about he's not a prize him being in your dms ain't no big deal i can think of a lot of dms that he's been into a lot of women off the internet that oh he yeah. was fucked. It was, it was a whole phase even i remember that yep. yeah that was a whole thing it was a running joke like who's who what what everyday twitter chick dms is he in now
0: Mm-hmm. She actively engaging with Black Twitter. And actively everything.
1: engaging, fuck some of the women from Black Twitter here, so on and so forth. So him being in your DMs is not a phase. One, because he's an abuser. Two, because it's well known he's community cock. Okay? And not
0: only that, but to your point, adding to that, Candace, not only did he ruin his whole life and career with the domestic abuse, he ruined his whole career just being a goddamn bozo professionally. So he damn sure ain't no prize both in the, in the pockets or in the head.
2: All yeah. of this is true, but I do appreciate OG having the wherewithal to know exactly where to hit Evelyn to make it hurt. Because with all of the things Woo! that Candace mm. said being very, very true, the fact of the matter is, Evelyn, Chad still has a hold on you. Mm. Whatever the the depths of it, I do not know um you have said on the show that y'all talk you know you know that if you pick up the phone today to call him he's going to answer and anything that you need he's gonna provide so i'm trying to figure out why you so upset because og not doing anything that you don't do because mm. weren't you turned then you turned around and started throwing it in her face and and og was like i mean but i got a man though and then we get this <laughs> this bozo ass crackhead ass <laughs> behavior because the only bitches that I know that get up and start to pat in a pussy talking about how good it is like that is usually a woman that's familiar with crack. Okay? And I'm not talking about no passing familiarity either. Actor.
1: I mean, she was really popping herself in the pussy. Listen,
3: I mean,
2: she, I got like a wet she was
1: pussy, bitch. She like, was
2: realigning that pelvis. Okay. Let me tell
1: you something. Talking about
2: repostering
0: the pussy is what the fuck she was doing.
2: But I'm like, you girl, are... could you be more of a fucking bozo? You are in your motherfucking 40s. You mm. got on this TV in the middle of an argument with somebody saying that you they are they may be ugly, but they pretty enough to have your ex husband in their DMs or at least entertaining their DMs. And you thought that the proper response to that was to get up and say i got a wet motherfucking pussy and pat it with fervor
0: mm, listen pat it with fervor your voice fucking cracking cracking to the beat of you patting the goddamn pussy evelyn what the fuck is wrong with you? and the you?
2: saddest part of this is that you think you actually made a point in that argument with og by doing that Do you know how stupid you fucking look? Imagine your son. How old is her son? Five, six, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Something like that. Imagine him stumbling across a clip of his mama doing that. Imagine her grown ass daughter having to look at her mama on TV, look the fuck stupid like that during an argument. And that's all you can do in an argument with OG because OG had you verbally and we know she got you physically. So all you could do was go over there and try to have a bigger personality than her to hopefully wash away and even maybe throw in a little comedic, uh, effort. I see what she was doing, bitch. She was trying to redirect that conversation cause OG clocked your ass. She had your motherfucking whole card all the way pulled and you couldn't take. And now you on there looking the fuck stupid. And to you motherfuckers on Twitter, gassing Evelyn up, talking about she broke the internet. I want y'all to get hobbies. I want y'all to get friends. I want y'all to get whatever it is that you need because y'all are on the path to hell. <laughs> and that is the God's honest truth. Imagine standing for Evelyn fucking Lozada being as stupid as she is on Basketball Wives, wasting all of that beauty, being a fucking bozo.
0: Listen, I just... Imagine being as old as Evelyn is bragging that you got a wet motherfucking pussy, but with nothing to show for it.
2: Pussy pop, pussy popping pendejo.
0: Oh, you know what? That's pussy
3: popping pendejo.
2: <laughs> Curtis,
0: you my never bad. cease to amaze me, you <laughs> <laughs> nigga. You my bad. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, listen, look. I ain't even going to hold you, friend, because I, I just, I cannot imagine you being so much of a goddamn bozo, Evelyn fucking Lazada, that you thought that you, that was going, like, I don't know about it, like, girl, no shit that you have a wet pussy. You have children. I <laughs> I hope that you do have a well-functioning pussy.
2: Like, imagine. <laughs> Thinking your Trump card in an argument is to say my vagina works properly. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, if it's
0: not, you need to see a doctor. <laughs> you, what is you doing, Evelyn? You bozo ass bitch. What is wrong with you?
2: Flat out bozo. And
0: I'm and listen, no. I, okay, so I want to ask y'all this: Do y'all think on uh, the women laughing were laughing because they laughing at Evelyn or with Evelyn? Knowing them, probably a little bit of both, okay. Because I, I kind of felt like it was both, too. Because I kind of felt like they knew that she was being ridiculous and that honestly, she lost the argument. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's also them, you can't really put nothing past on because they gas up so much else of her bozo ass behavior. So I was conflicted on that.
3: But yeah,
2: I just uh, the yeah. fact that, like, mm. I figured it was both. I figured it was both. Yeah, so. Finally, Kristen and CeCe, they talk and Kristen has the nerve to basically tell CeCe that CeCe is the reason why her relationship, her being Kristen with Byron, it has gone to shit. And CeCe was like, girl, that don't have nothing to do with me. I didn't make you say those things about Byron. You said that all on your own accord. And you wanted me to insert myself and smooth things over with Byron for you without you having to acknowledge and apologize for the shit. Mm. You want me to do all the all the work. You want me to do the work that you're responsible for cuz I'm not the one who said that shit about Byron. Mm. And so then Kristen played victim, started crying, and I feel like the tears were for the rest of the ladies. She's not not crying over nothing with CeCe. She don't give a fuck. All of that stuff was an act. All of that was for the optics. It was for the visual. To make Mm -hmm. it seem like she gave it a valiant effort to talk things over with CeCe. And CeCe was the one being unreasonable. And the sad
0: part about it is it's going to work because for whatever reason, these women just are in CeCe's camp. I mean, not CeCe, Uh, in Kristen's camp camp for whatever reason.
2: And I hope that we get to, I hope that the reunion has a host that is going to pull their whole card on this because we have the footage right here. We can see CC manipulating and lying right here on on film. You mean Kristen? Kristen, yeah, my bad. And so we'll see what happens with that. Because, but CC was like, "Girl, none of that is my problem." And the fact that you've been picking with CC since day one day one and when she finally is like girl enough is enough she has given you plenty of passes probably both on the show and off the show and if we're going to be honest about the situation byron has given you plenty of passes because mm-hmm. you have had your, his name in your mouth since you got on this show you and talk about byron up. more than cc does mm-hmm. and cc fucking the man
0: <laughs> yep and now he fed up he fed so much fed up to the point where he got to be like look
2: this bitch is crazy and the other thing about that is that it's so crazy to me that kristen does not factor in byron in this i mean, not byron uh thomas in this at all like can you imagine your wife causing havoc in your family the way that kristen is and you got to deal with that you you won't you at odds with your own father because of your wife mm. like the position that that puts thomas in and the fact that she just does not care and she does not care and honestly I, he don't care because he don't check
0: her he don't hold her accountable for shit i mean the only person that don't
2: like he does
0: the only person that don't held on uh, kristen accountable is fucking cc and og
2: yep because the rest of y'all let kristen say and do whatever she want to do and anybody else they got something to say or any kind of retaliation
1: They act like they
2: wrong and they the bad guy and they being too aggressive or they walk away too much. They won't have the conversation. It's honestly, it's a, it's a fuck you to everybody on the cast outside of CC and OG at this point.
0: And you know what, Evelyn beloved? The only thing I have to say to you is I don't care that you have a wet pussy. I will hope that you do because you a goddamn woman with children. You goddamn bozo ass bitch. But you don't have nothing to show for it, but you do have a wet back. So I hope you take that in your pocket and go to hell. Mm. Senorita. Fair. Fair.
2: I would say it don't matter how wet the pussy is. Ain't nobody trying to get next to it because you got all that fucking icy hot on your <laughs> your knees and your ankles.
0: <laughs> Listen, when when the, <laughs> you you got you you got a wet pussy and you and apparently you got wet knees because bitch, you took that goddamn tumble in the way <laughs> you sure did. <laughs>
2: Listen, how does it feel? Hmm. Mm. Well, I think that's it. We have dragged and. Dragged and dragged and dragged. We didn't even have that many jokes because it was just so much dragging to do. And with Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion Part 2 and the season finale of Basketball Wives next week, I feel like we're going to have more. I don't know if we're going to have as much stuff to drag about. That remains to be seen, but we definitely will be dragging. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, Married to Medicine and Black Ink Crew ain't on some more mid. But um, Married to Medicine, I don't know. Because I don't remember what happened in the preview. But Black Ink Crew, I'm not really holding out much hope for. But we'll see. Um, we are anticipating Real Housewives of Atlanta premiering. Yeah, see. This Listen, looks like it's going to be to a good... This.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: gonna be a good season so far. The the trailer looks like it's it's got some good mess going on. Kenya Moore is back. Shamari is out. <laughs> Thank, Thank God. God.
1: Listen, I'm so happy.
2: And I Come honestly me. let me say this real quick. Um Shamari and what's her husband's name? Um, the double yeah the, vote. Be
1: of the vote,
2: nigga. y'all mm. y'all deserve to be slapped in the face because that terrible ass act that y'all put together that duo mari mm. and me and that terrible fucking song and y'all mm. really did that shit and we're serious about it y'all y'all don't deserve any of the nice things mm. you deserve mari. all of the yeah, bad okay.
1: things mari and them bopping them shoulders them shoulders <laughs> stupid like that Shut.
2: I cannot believe y'all actually in twenty of the eighteen thought that that shit was fly, mm, and were dead ass serious with it too. Dead ass serious, and y'all both looking like ninja turtles. But anyway, mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're looking forward to Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, I am still part of the no Phaedra zone. We don't need Phaedra back. I don't. Absolutely not. I won't ever disagree that having someone that was as shady as Phaedra could be on this show because she has shown that that doesn't really translate outside of this show. Mm. Um, That is missed. But personally, I feel like Phaedra's actions were too egregious to forgive, like accusing somebody of potentially raping another cast member and a friend that is too far. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that they should roll over when it comes to issues and matters of sexual assault or sexual abuse. And no, I must not, say this, not, that goes for the like Darby's that. on Potomac as well.
1: Yeah. I think the mm-hmm. rumor mill is saying that the Darby's contract was not renewed for this season, but we'll see. Um, but yeah. And the worst part about Phaedra is that she is a lawyer. She knows how damaging that was going to be to candy and her husband and she still pushed forth with that narrative so yeah i don't think she has any business coming back in any capacity
2: and i will say this and i think i can speak for all of us given our stance on that if it does happen that she does come back uh real housewives of atlanta will be dropped yes
1: yeah for us
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we won't be bothered. If y'all want to watch it and y'all want to kiki, if she gives you some quotables on Twitter, have at it. But know that if Phaedra Parks makes it back to Real Housewives of Atlanta, Ratchet Ramblings will not be covering it because it's, it's, it's going to be a hearty fuck you for quite some time, girl. And honestly, it's not even a fuck you. It's just that we know how to treat you now and we're going to continue to treat you that way. Especially when the fact of the matter is you never even showed any remorse for what you did. That might be what it really is. Yep. Say that at the reunion. Stone face the shit. To this day, you've never shown any real remorse for what you did. Maybe if you did, I would feel differently. Nope. But yeah, She you didn't, didn't even feel
0: up. any remorse for fucking the, the dummy that she used to prepare that for in Portia. She ain't killed.
2: Yeah, she's
0: just sitting on her mammy titty crying her goddamn heart out and she was just sitting the stone face the shit
2: like, oh, well, I wonder, I, I wonder if that pizza joint gonna be open when it's over.
0: Okay, uh, right. So, yeah, fuck Phaedra.
2: Yep. So we will be back next week with any luck we will finally be able to unveil the location for the upcoming live show at the end of february 2020 stay tuned for that it looks like it will definitely be in atlanta georgia so that's good news for jeremy because he ain't got to go far Um, And again, that tentative date for the live show is February 29th, 2020. That is to celebrate the one year anniversary of Flawless Noises Media Network. We are all looking forward to it. We are planning to have a location that we go for kind of like a meet and greet slash happy hour or just get drinks or eat, nigga, eat, whatever kind of function we decide to do. Eat, nigga, eat of course the live show would be on that saturday and then we're thinking maybe we'll do like some kind of brunch situation or something on that sunday before people start to head out but again we will have more information on all of this as it becomes available we'll see what we can do maybe we can do one of those things where we get a block of rooms at a hotel at a good rate we'll see what we can do on that um and i guess hey if you got any hookups or anything like that and you want to throw them this way to help with the live show we are more than willing to accommodate those and see if we can work it out anything else friends oh that's it see you niggas next week